Hello, everybody. I am Mark. I am Alex. And this is the Bloody Shot Pod. <laughs> oh, I can't do I can't do that type of accent at all. I am excited that this is episode 61. Here we go. Abishapa. In my face, that one. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> I've been watching a lot of The Office, so I'm full of. Even I was just on an episode where Jan was like, "Life can be long and hard." That's what she said. Oh my God, what's happening to me? <laughs> it was a great. <laughs> even Jan starts doing it. It's yeah. fucking. Yeah, no. Um, I've been. You know, we've talked about this before that I'm a very big fan of The Office. As not as big as you, you are the office expert, but it it's a show very uh, similar to House or Community or you know just the stuff I like to do. I like to do a watch show because it makes me feel good. If I'm having a bad breakup or something, it's really nice to feel hope for love again. You know, you watch Jim and Pam go through so much struggle, and you know he kisses her and she just says no, buddy, and then they you know try and it doesn't. Then they're married and they almost break up a couple of times. When he remember you were talking about how they wanted to have a scene where Jim Jim cheats yeah. and Jim was like or you know what's his name um. John. John Krasinski was like, fuck, I can't think, I don't think Halpert would do that, you know, I, I am kind of him, and I'm going to weigh in on this, I, I think that's a no, and they didn't, you know, I just, I love to, it's it's kind of gives you some faith, and, and maybe you're in a relationship where you're fucking bitching at each other, or things aren't going great, and you watch the show, it kind of makes you feel like it's worth it in the end, you know, it can renew your faith in that. It can also renew your, I like watching it because it, you know, I'm currently, you know, we all know, but the job situation went last year, I got that, I got a really good job that paid well, and then my friend passed away, and I didn't have any way out there, and big companies with lots of money don't give a fuck about you and if you can't get there and they're not willing to give you a few days to figure it out so that all fell apart so it's giving me this kind of renewed like ah i'll be back at work and i'll get those work vibes like they have at the office again it's the comfort show man. i will find my dwight i will yeah. find my you know the service advisor lady that's my pam that we will joke about and play tricks on you know like i'll get back into the workforce stuff because right now i'm just so disheartened after running my own business and having this country I live in, destroy it, you know, running, um, you know, being a musician and playing in bars and having that destroyed and then spending a lot. Now, the co it's, COVID's over. There's no excuse at this point to say, COVID ruined my life. It's been a year and I'm still trying to fucking put it back together. So now that show is giving me this renewed faith in, you know, work, like getting back out there and working and that there are cool people that you will find. Not everyone's a piece of shit that you're going to work with, you know. There are yeah. your Dwights and your Jims and your Pams and your and your Michael Scotts out there. They seem like losers, but they do become your family. Yeah. So it made me feel good about that. It's a lot of reasons the office makes me feel good. So I'm glad I'm doing a watch show. I'm season three. You said you were you were episode 14. I just passed that. I think I'm episode 17 or 18 now in season yeah. three. Season three is pinnacle. Like when you really look at the intros, the the pranks, it's it's pinnacle. It's all my favorite gym pranks. The one with the CIA fucking faxes from the future. Yeah. All this stuff is that the bat episode. Like all the classics are in season three. They It's like season one was just the, 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 oh, let's make six episodes and see if it's good. Season two was like, oh, we got money. Let's do this. Let's flush these characters out. By season three, that was done, and it was just time to make <laughs> pinnacle media, pinnacle comedy, a sitcom. Uh, just, just uh, probably some of the most entertaining, you know, 
entertaining footage ever ever fucking shot. And, and, and I bet you half of it we haven't even seen. I bet you half the outtakes and you know, uh, you know what I mean, were even funnier. Yeah. You know, stuff off camera was probably even funnier because they all talk about how much they love being on the show. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's been good for me. So we'll, let's talk a little bit about what's with the office with you. You're doing a rewatch too. What's yeah. what's it doing for you this time around? Uh, it's still still doing the comfort. Like I don't know. I often go through my head and I'm thinking, am I where I want to be? No, I'm not where I want to be. I wish I could be somewhere uh, else in life. I, I felt I like be before COVID, I was, more. I was, I had a better mentality with that. COVID really changed that for me. You, you eat the same boat? Like before COVID, were you feeling like a little bit okay? Like I'm pretty no, content. No, no. no. So uh, job wise, I had, uh, there were a couple more uh, dicks before COVID uh, at the place that I worked that, that just kind of made everything harder. Right. Well, I mean, now we're kind of understaffed, but um, no but, yeah, but the people that are there are, are good. And so. you've trained most of them because you've been there, you've got more tenure now. So most of the, yeah. the dicks that were there three years ago, you know, yeah. they, you've been there three years, they were all gone. Those types of things tend to flush themselves out, not flush, wrong word. The, the, Trash takes itself out sometimes, Mark. Yes. Isn't yes, that nice yes, when it does that? Yeah. I love that. Yeah. I love when it does. Like when someone on Facebook says, you're fucking disgusting. I never, I hope I never, I see you on the streets and then blocks deletes you and you never hear from them again. You're like, yes, thank yeah, you. Well, actually, thank you for taking yourself, putting yourself in the bin, tying up your bag, labeling yourself and putting yourself was, at the curb. Uh, we, we talked about in another episode that I'm able to, to cut and run. I'm able to like anybody that's yeah. screwed me over, I'm able to just cut them off. We and talked like, about how we're opposites like that. How yeah. I have a harder time letting things go. Yeah. But, yeah. Well, to that extent, I mean, I've had people say like, yeah, right. You know how many people say that and then don't. And then I'm like, you haven't met me. Yeah. And then it happens. And I like, just wow, tell them about, he's just, really gone. And just, I'm like, yeah, I don't, I don't give I a just fuck. tell them about my parents. I just be like, I got like a dad. I, don't talk to dude. So like, if you think that you, you think that you, you can top blood that raised you. (laughs) You I guess even if you're blood that raised me, if you're fucking around, I don't have time for you. So Yeah. yeah, I think people underestimate that. Um, Quick, weird personal question. Do you think because your dad abruptly left your life when you were a kid because he passed away, that that helped with your ability to cut off because you had to deal at a very young age, you dealt with a very important person in your life being completely gone well, with no power over it? Yeah, I mean, it, it's not just that. Like, I've also mentioned from 96 to 2001, I lost 11 people. So, like, I've had to say goodbye abruptly to a, re- lot, yeah. to a lot of people who just kind of were there and then weren't. And then it's like, okay, well, I just have to learn to deal with it. And then... You know, girls that I've cared about. I've been engaged twice and, and, yeah. and had shit fall apart. So it's like, it's just thicker skin. You got a bad track record with that. I'm not trying to be a dick, bro. Jesus. Yeah. It's just Two engagements and no skin. follow-throughs. I got one marriage that ended in divorce. So who's worse off? Two failed engagements or one marriage that didn't even get through? We got divorced on our second anniversary. Second <laughs> second wedding anniversary? It would Yeah, we got divorced a month before we were together for... 12 years or a month before we would have been married for three. Yeah. And that was when we fought official divorce. Yeah, so, so I don't know who's got, who's worse. Who's got the worst track record here? Well, Jesus. I, I mean, the scary thing is, um, even when looking at, uh, statistics of, uh, yeah. of successful people, you know, you and I fall under the statistics because we didn't have like the proper father figure. I think life. a lot of it comes with family money too. I think a lot of successful people have family money to put them through well, co- not, university well, or college not, or to yeah, help them buy cars not and even houses. Necessarily that we uh, didn't have because that. if you have a full family unit, typically the statistics statistics will show that you know you're going to complete college even yes, if there's no you, money. You'll be a more successful person. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're typically right. That's how it runs. 
More so. successful people come from nucle- uh, nucle- nuclear. I yeah. hate to say N- it. Nuclear, nuclear households. It's, un- it's unfortunate. Yeah. Nobody wants to hear that anymore because, yeah. you know, we're just supposed to be accepting of all these different kinds of lifestyles. Yeah. And I can't there are, believe out of all the words that are changing, they're trying to get rid of the word family now. It's like, fuck off. It's getting, it's getting <laughs> redonkadonk. Getting redonkadonk out there, man. It's like well, Donkey Kong is at the very top of the screen just throwing barrels and we're not even avoiding them anymore. We're just like, yeah, sure. We can't say family. We can't this. Men can go to women's Olympics and kick the shit out of them. And it's okay. Like we're just barrel after barrel, and we're not even avoiding them. Jump Mario! Fuck! Avoid one of them. And we're just like, nah, take the barrels. So yeah, it's it's. I'm with you. Um, that's oh, here comes a flaming barrel. Yeah. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> I was talking the other day about. Um, I gotta say, we were talking about how Tom McDonald and and his girl don't agree on a lot of stuff, but you know they got that new video out there, so they're so cutesy. How you can be, you know. He's very, there's men and women, and that's it. Like, he fucking constantly is, you remember that, you know, my generation used to go out and play Manhunt. Your generation, like, fucking sits around my computer and jerks off to porn. Or like, he just, he just he basically did my generation to your generation. You know, my generation used to go out and get camping and, you know, hurt ourselves and, and move on and everything. You guys are offended by fucking everything. And then at one point he he said something about he's like my generation was either met girls or guys or or something he's like in your generation is like seventeen thousand genders and counting, even I'm like okay it's it, it, there are very very select few people that are like that liberals that are just like there's a you can be a, a turtle if you want like there is that group. But that is just as much of a fringe group as the crazy right-wing fucking Nazi. Grr, you you know, don't tell me what to do. Freedom, I want to be able to shoot people and I hate immigrants, you know? Yeah. The, the same fringe minority that they label us, that they throw us t- to the wolves to, yeah. you know? The, the, and I, I'm, I'm all not about it anymore. So that's, I'm kind of kind of not liking Tom doing that because, you know, the same way I don't like the right-wing fringe being thrown out there saying these are, this is the right-wing. This is the conservative movement. It's this psychopath path Nazis that are that aren't good people you know what I mean or whatever they want to throw the overthrow the government they want a Molotov cocktail Justin I mean we do but we're not gonna we're just thinking about it but anyway <laughs> so I don't like that Tom's doing the thing where he's grabbing that fringe left and throwing that at, and ripping on it and it is fun to rip on but that's not the major the, the problem with the left is the is the the ones that are actual leftists you know the ones that are like trying to take the word family and out of out of, a, out of what the language what are they trying to do just labeling things in weird ways the Aunt Jemima thing have you seen the bro I got the best laughs out of the Aunt Jemima I was on Facebook and Aunt Jemima's changed his name now it's the yeah. something company uh, something yeah. Mills company I can't remember that's how fucking bad the name is I don't even fucking remember and just it's like seven thousand seven point eight k comments i'm like oh here we go click uh top comments all replies let's see and i'm just it's the best it's the most entertaining there's no comments not a single one going yay good for you not one it's all i'll never buy it again what the fuck are you doing what a dumb name you guys are idiots just the the legacy of 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 one of the richest most successful black people on the planet has been destroyed and and i'm looking and most of the people on here i'm clicking it's not white people bro yeah it's other blacks there's so many people that was just uh, uh, upset about destroying the legacy of their family members because uh, yeah it's insane aunt jemima was uh, essentially a logo, but so many different women played Aunt Jemima for commercials, for ads. Yeah, for, yes, yes, yeah. It's a legacy. Yeah. It's definitely a legacy. And I don't understand why it's. And neither does the black community, by the way. That's not just my dumb white ass. Why, but, it's, uh, why it's being taken and made an example of, well, like, this be, is not because cool. Because there were so many 
there was so much controversy around it. So like it, it, it originally started. People off- are forgetting we abolished slavery. I think they're forgetting that part. Yeah, we already but, did the right thing in that situation. Yeah, but the, <laughs> so what they're saying is it started out as like just this. It had racist connotations, 100%. but then, but then from there, it just went on to be legacy building. And then there's like the rumor going around saying like, "Oh, these women were chained around the kitchen." It's like, yeah, that didn't happen. No, it didn't. It definitely did not. By the time it was a successful company, yeah, you know what I mean. Like, like that. Like, like any company, the origins of it can be rough. You know, Coca Cola used to use actual crack cocaine in their pop, right? Are we hanging Coca Cola out to dry? Are we going to change the name to to Happy Cola? You know what I mean? Think about it. Like that, That's exactly the same situation. Is it not? Co- obviously, cocaine is not a good thing. It's still in the name, Coca-Cola. And I'm pretty sure, don't hold me to this, that might have been a factor in the coming up. Yeah. Back in the 1880s, I'm going to believe it was 1882. Don't hold me. That's roughly when the Coke, Coke started and the, and the recipe was formed for yeah. the original uh, soda. It would be like them doing that, saying we're going to call it Happy Soda now because, well, Coca just reminds us of all those drugs we did in the late 1800s. You know what I mean? It's fucking ridiculous. It's an absolutely insane... Coca-Cola doesn't give a fuck because they're a multi-billionaire. They don't care. They have so much money. They'd be like, go ahead, shit on us. So that proves to me that it's like, okay, let's select something. Let's make sure that we use it as an example and that'll rile the conservatives up. Then they'll show their true colors and we can hang them out to dry for being psychos. Oh, why can't we change the name of this company, you racist fuckers? Yeah. What do you want, slaves? You want slavery to come back? Is that what you want? Is that what you want, conservatives? It's like you gaslighting dumb left motherfucker. You don't. You can't gaslight a conservative. Like, I'm not sure if people understand that, but we will kindly just say, nah, not interested in that convo. Turn around and walk away and wait for the next one. And a lot of, and that we are. Yeah, but I mean, that'll, that in and turn, we are. We are that in it. turn will get a bigger reaction. If you say, oh, yeah, man. not interested, turn and walk away. You're going to get a chair thrown at the back of your head. <laughs> right. <laughs> and I mean, it's, I think we're almost there in, in House of Commons with Pierre Polyev and our, and our boy Justin there fucking just, it's getting uh, it's getting ruthless yeah. <laughs> with a right, left, right, left, you're ruthless. And then they say, God damn, you're ruthless in the House <laughs> of Commons in Canada. It's fucking nuts. It's NWA up in there, man. It's straight out of fucking Ottawa. It's, they're just, I love it. I, lo- I love the bitching. It's, it's become the, the most interesting thing to see. And you told me a story about how they're trying to get Pierre and the conservatives to stop the fuck Trudeau flags, to, to, condone, yeah. to, to not condone them. And what was Pierre's response P- Pierre's to Pierre's response just said, well, people are angry. <laughs> right? So that, that's what you're going to see. They're angry with the administration. They're angry with the leader of the administration. So, yeah, you're going to see it. He's not going to turn around and say, well, no, you can't be angry. You can't tell people that are getting their livelihoods taken away from but them. But they did, though. They see the conservatives... When they had Shearer and some of these other um, spineless leaders that we couldn't get behind, you know what I mean? They they were those guys. I think would have would have bent in this situation and said, "Okay, I'll I'll oh, I'll, yeah, I'll yeah. give a press Aaron conference." Aaron O'Toole, especially O'Toole. <laughs> oh, buddy, I forgot about that motherfucker. I forgot about that loser. Okay, yeah. Oh, I'm sure he's a good guy. Just his politics can fuck off. But anyway, so yeah. Um, so in those situations, it would have been a oh, guys, can we all hey, can we all keep those flags? You know, fuck is a nasty word. You know, maybe we could just say I don't like Trudeau. Can we? I don't like Trudeau flags. Maybe not mention Trudeau at all. Maybe just yeah. say, I don't, I don't know. Maybe there's other alternatives. I love that Pierre was just like, well, what do you want me to do? I love <laughs> it. And I think it says a lot about him. I mean, cause you and I have been ta- back to that motherfucker since before he even had the conservative nomination. Yeah. We've been talking about this boy. 
He's our boy. Hundo P. I fucking love Pierre. Even though he's as fucking French as they come. And, I, and I did, I've been doing some research into this, how many French people have infiltrated the fucking parliament and are running shit right now, even though the block and the referendums are like 25 years old and nobody should still be running those agendas. <laughs> uh, it's actually... It, there's... There's two attacks on dem democracy in our country right now. One of them is communism and Justin, and the other one is the fucking block and the shit that they're doing. I don't, I'm not going to get into that right now because we got bigger issues. But I didn't know that uh, if if we didn't sell ourselves out to China, they were coming up, coming around the other way. Well, it's so, pretty nuts. I mean, to focus. I mean, okay, whatever's going on there. But I like we, the, we, we got like this whole WEF fucking shit going. World on. Economic like, Forum. Holy fuck. So with their with their newest summit in Davos, there's uh, one thousand and forty <laughs> private jets taking off to Davos. Oh, okay. So private jets. Yeah. So so all the jet fuel that that you know you're. What's fucking, the carbon tax? Trip is it tripling this year? Yeah. Well, April just 1st. and Justin's on the list of private jets going. Yep. Yeah, he definitely. Is. Oh yeah. 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 There, there's uh, it's probably flying Air China. <laughs> what is it? I think, don't quote me on this, I think there's around 110 Canadians 100, going. Okay, all right, all yeah. right, good number. And, uh, and Christia Freeland, she's just openly up on, like, she's in the form. I think she's one of the highest... Uh, and the scary thing is she is the deputy prime minister of Canada. Dep like, uh, yeah. Yeah. So if Justin, I kind of like the vice president, right? She's the yeah. vice president of Canada. We'll call it that. You know what I mean? Um, so like, I, so we actually touched on a while ago that the uh, vice president of Canada doesn't do anything. No, no, no. We touched on a while ago when that one fucking person in Alberta confronted her saying, fuck you, get the fuck out of the country. Yeah. You fucking traitor. <laughs> and like people were like, whoa, 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 that was a bit harsh. Well, here she is going after to the world economic forum. Uh, fuck her. Get the fuck out of the country. She's a fucking traitor. Yeah. Like, holy fuck. She is getting out of the country <laughs> on our dime. <laughs> and yeah. you are at the cost of you, the well, consumer. Okay, even scarier. Even <laughs> Tax scarier. Paying. Tax paying Canadian is fun. Yeah, even scarier now. She's asked to borrow $2 billion. And it's like, well, why, why well, do you... There was a B in there, right? Not an yeah, M. That why, was a B. Why do you want to borrow $2 billion? Well, see, I the, can't get 50 see bucks. the Americans have their inflation act so we want to do like a version of that up here in canada and she was being questioned it's like okay but the company that you want to invest this two billion dollars in doesn't exist yet so why are you taking the two billion dollars <laughs> well you know <laughs> the inflation the act I, I respect the fact that you're asking me this question because you've been on this counts for a very long time but okay so the americans have the inflation act yes but the company you want to invest the money in doesn't exist yet. So where is the money going? Well, the Amer just shut up and answer the fucking question. Another one of those, eh? Yeah. Like, they don't even try. We we it's not even in Parliament. Yeah, it's just... Well, the, and, and that's... This is, this is the trickle-down effect, you know? This is the where does it end, where I've been saying this for months now, is, you know, it starts with, you know... You know, if you can't keep your job if you don't get vaccinated, and it becomes Roe versus Wade because you you gave up that tiny bit of control and they run with it. And this is, I think, another situation when you're not being held accountable in Parliament. Justin has left, turned around, and walked out of the House of Commons like ten times. <laughs> Man, uh, it's it's common thing now. He, you know, and I, I'm not gonna lie, I'm kind of with him on some of them because in some of them it's just you know everyone's just yelling and him being there isn't productive. Nobody's going, nothing productive is gonna happen. Yeah, let's go. I, I, I'm kind of with them in certain situations, but it's. Every time he's given a question that is even the tiniest bit, you know, what? How much? How much money did you print? How much money is the Bank of Canada printing? How much have we have we given this country in 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 foreign aid? How much of this? How much? You know, and basic number stuff, or, and and they won't give the answer. So 
what I'm trying to say is, is that it starts if, the, if, if they're not being held accountable when they're in an actual governmental forum with the governor general and our representative to Queen Elizabeth the second rest in peace crazy bitch you know what I mean like if, if we fucking have all these representatives in the house of commons and we're having an official parliamentary session and they're not being held accountable to answer questions and be honest of course they're not gonna fucking do it outside of that that's literally more that's considered a high, high higher in the fucking hierarchy of, of society than court to go to a parliamentary session and say, yeah. I'm here to represent my people. I'm being paid by my people from taxes that you take from them through the law so that I can represent them, their thoughts, their feelings, and what their region needs. And I'm going to come here and blatantly lie to you about what they want me to do. Yeah. And I'm going to take their money and fly places, foreign places, at an expensive rate, specific, I mean, just because I can. Like, I it's mean, out of control. They're, they're trying to bankrupt Canada. Like, hands down, that's what it I, is. Honestly, bro, there's no other excuse. Like, you got to look at it like we are bleeding money. We are hemorrhaging and funds. If you look at the, the money laundering situation that is Ukraine... Trudeau just... Uh, they just send money over there, say it's for that, and it goes wherever. Yeah, so so like Trudeau just went down to Mexico with, with Biden, and uh, from from the, when he came back, he's like, hey guys, I bought a missile defense system for Ukraine for $406 million. Wait, wait, what? He spent $400 million buying... On a missile defense system that Canada doesn't even, doesn't even have. We're well, like, hey, we could use a missile defense system, and it's like, nah, you know. Honestly, we, we bank a lot on the states having a really good one. We yeah. did, we, no, we literally have agreements with them that if anybody tried to send, because the states knows that the best way for a foreign entity to get to them is to send them over us because we don't have defense. So Russia was going to fuck with us there. You know, that's why Russia wanted to buy Alaska. That's why the, the states bought Alaska from us for a retardedly small amount of money in 1867, I believe, or somewhere around there, somewhere in the late 1800s. And they did it specifically because that's when they started developing missile technology and things flying in the air. It started then, and they're like, we need to own this because if the Russians are coming, we need to see it. That's why America has Alaska. You ever, you ever thought it was kind of weird? You look at a map, it's like, there's this giant chunk of America, and then there's all of Canada, and then for some reason they wanted this frozen section that nobody <laughs> fucking... That's why. They needed to see it coming, and they knew in the, late, in the mid-18 to, to late 1800s that they were going to need to know that. And then, this, they, and then they just gave it to Sarah Palin? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, she's a, she, you know, she's a, she's a secret robot. She's up there specifically, like she's a missile defense system in herself. She's just like, oh my, she's a robot there to detect fucking to, to detect ballistic missiles, bro. Like, come on. But no, it, it's 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 it goes that far back. This reasoning. So I don't know. I think Canada banks a lot on the states being very much invested after the Cold War and all that stuff on being, you know, we got to keep the you know Cuban Missile Crisis. All these things are examples. Do some historic research on how often the states in Russia got into it because of where their missiles were placed from Cuba to Afghanistan to all over the world. Yeah. Um, Hawaii, uh, islands off the coast of Papua New Guinea, all kinds of places where the Russians are like, we're going to put missiles here. They're like, wait a minute, why? We're going to buy an island close to your island and put missiles there too. Yeah. yeah, it's insanity. They've been doing it forever. And I think Canada's just banking on the fact that they probably have some American stuff set up on our Alaskan and Northwest. Yeah, but see, so I that mean, if we would know, we would know if shit was going see, down. I, I don't I don't think it would fly because Trudeau is not besties with Biden. Well, and that's what I'm saying. That was the case for a very long time. It kind of started, let's be honest, started with Harper. Harper didn't get along with the state's economics. He was the first 
first prime minister that the states was like, okay, we're, you know, because the we, Martin and true and, uh, uh, Kretchen and all them, it was all very tight, very tight. You know, ever since, uh, uh, that uh, Justin's daddy in the seventies, we've been kissing the state's ass in a lot yeah. of ways. So yeah, I think, yeah, I, I'm with you. Some, I agree. We've that, drifted apart now. And I think Biden and Trump, the last two presidents, they don't give a fuck about Canada. Well, We're very low on their priority scale. Something I was pretty Trump ignorant to. Trump didn't like us. Something I was ignorant to. Uh, again, when when I can talk about when Harper was in and I and I was more on the left. The NDP side. side. Yeah. No, yeah. The, and being an NDP is not a leftist, sir. <laughs> yeah. So they've made it like that. Yeah. You were just a center left-leaning liberal. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with you were a liberal with left leftist yeah. thoughts. But something I was ignorant to. There's was, nothing was, wrong with that. Was what Harper was doing was he was trying to station military. Uh, R.I.P. Layton. He was trying to station Canadian military uh, in certain parts around the world. Basically what the U.S. has done. and What I, they and, did during the Cold War. Well, I, uh, yeah, but it's uh, still there. Like, they're still all over the world, yeah. basically. And uh, and at this time, I was like, no, that's warmongering. That, that's going to put Canada in the eyes of uh, terrorists of, of all these other and countries. And considering our affiliates with China, a lot of places are going to be like, oh, so tr- uh, Canada is putting in a station here, and... All the personnel that are going to be at the station will probably have Asian last <laughs> names. And then, yeah, but they're all legal Canadian citizens. Yeah, they probably really are. But yeah. anyways, foreign other countries aren't as stupid as we are. They know that it's really easy to take a, a country that loves to help foreign aid and just infiltrate their immigration system. They yeah. know that. Yeah. So, yeah. Anyways, so how's that going to go for us? Well, I mean, it, it, I, at the time I was thinking, okay, well, it, it wasn't smart, but since then, I mean, the military has lost so much funding. Uh, what was it? We just purchased F-8s, but in the beginning of uh, Trudeau's run, when the F-8s were cheaper, he's like, no, no, we're not going to do that. We're not going to do that. And then he just bought them at a much higher price. And I bet you if you <laughs> dig into that more, he made some money somewhere along the way for doing it that way. Yeah, I get You know probably. he did. He made a Why commission. would he spend more money? He made a commission. <laughs> and he probably, yeah, I guarantee that, that it was like, well, if I... If we'd bought them at the discounted rate, it wouldn't have benefited him at all. You know what I mean? I think it's pretty obvious that things don't get done if they don't benefit him at this point. And it's like it's kind of it's hard to say that because it, it's flat out illegal. But like we were talking about Doug Ford owning the company that made all the stickers that went into Canadian Tire and went into all the places in Ontario that said you know practice social distancing, stand here in line, go down this way in the aisle. So how why did he get to decide about when we were in lockdown and when we weren't? How do we know that when he wasn't broke, he was like, yeah, we're going to have a lockdown so that I can sell more stickers. We don't know that. Yeah. And it's so if it's happening on a provincial level, it's happening with the mayor of Oshawa, the mayor of Oshawa, who just got reelected okay, at a record breaking low for turnouts, less than 17 percent of the population of the city voted. In the fucking mayoral election of Oshawa, okay? Oh, God, yeah, I'm smiling while I say it. Okay, so <laughs> it was all-time low. Historic low for the city. We, how long has Oshawa been around? Seven fucking late, when was it, say, 1870 or some shit we were a city? Crazy old city, okay? Over 100 years. Never had a number this low. So, we just reelected him, and he owns property and just passed a law doubling uh, uh, property taxes and, and allowing landlords to put the rent percent yearly up more and he contributed to passing this while owning property that he will ben- he will financially benefit from doing it so clearly they've given up on help me out with the wording here i'm doing a uh, uh, conflict of interest oh, they've okay. clearly fucking just given up if you own the company that's making money you're allowed to pass laws on how that company works and where it's allowed to do its business yeah. they've given completely up on that let's be real 
They're it's municipally and provincially done. So why are we sitting here surprised I mean, it's happening they're, federally? Yeah, why are we surprised? They're, they're just openly. They're so open about it. Is his it. name John Gray? The fucking. I, I have fucking no Whatever idea. that. Dan. Dan Silver. Dan, no, not Dan Silver. <laughs> what the the fuck? His name's Dan for sure. The asshole mayor of Oshawa. If he's fucking people in this dirty little GM town in the butt with no lube, as hard as he is, including all the homeless people, he's taking each one of the community homeless little dirty asshole, and he's just slipping it in without a notice, and he's getting away with it. And then he got elected again by less than seventeen percent of one hundred and fifty thousand people. How many people is that? So let me do some fucking math here. That means like know. less than twenty-two thousand people out of one hundred and sixty voted. Okay, there's yeah. your math. That's insanity. If he can get away with it, Justin, honest to God, man, we've given him a hammer, a sickle, a gun, and free crowd control. <laughs> that's what we've done. It's insanity, and um, it's yeah, it's fucking. I, that's why I like to get on the show, and you you like, hey, let's talk about this federal world yeah. stuff, and I'm like, yeah, so, let's talk about Oshawa because if it's happening next door, it's happening in the Ukraine too. Yeah. So I'm gonna lighten the mood here. Let's for a second. lighten it I'm up. Gonna, there, there's still plenty of stuff, uh, plenty of depressing stuff to talk about, but we want to talk about I, some I wanna, fun things. I want to lighten it right now. Uh, I had uh, so Jared, who's been on the podcast a couple times now. Previously on the shot pop, he's. I was at work and he's like, "Hey man, you know in London, Ontario, they reopened a jumbo video." And I was like, "What? Yeah, a jumbo video? A jumbo video is open?" I heard. I saw there. Someone was talking about how they're gonna have the popcorn machine too. Yeah, and so they have a loyal following out in London, Ontario. These people have been canceling their Netflix subscription, and it's like, oh great, because they, they- starting a movement. <laughs> Hang on, I, I like this. So they're like, "Yeah, I'm canceling that." See, I would do. I would cancel every. Th- I'd keep my Netflix. I get rid of like my Disney Plus, my Amazon. <laughs> okay? I need a backup plan. because <laughs> right! you know what's gonna happen. They're gonna go into the fucking jumbo video, and they're gonna be like, "I'm getting the new Black Panther. I'm getting Wakanda forever. It's new. It's out, and it'll be sold out." And they'll be like, "Okay, I'm I'm gonna go home, and I'm gonna pay twelve dollars to renew that subscription. Yeah. I'm gonna watch Wakanda forever tonight on Disney Plus." <laughs> okay, you know what's gonna happen, but. I do like the idea of them saying fuck that and like it kind of reminds me of that the blockbuster that's in Oregon that's managed to stay open because it's just that nostalgia of yeah we will go even though I could stay home and watch my Netflix I'm going to get in the car I'm going to go and I'm going to support that local business make the choice the way that I talk about going to Carolyn's Grocery you know what I mean instead of going to Walmart instead of going to Metro Flat out, I got, um, you know we all know Alex is not doing well with money right now <laughs> so I had $30 on me for that I after I'd gotten some tax money and I was like I'm gonna use that and I went to Sal's and Ajax and I spent thirty dollars. You know how much fucking meat I got? I got four packs of chicken thighs, three steaks, and two packs of pork chops. But thirty bucks taxes included. That's a good amount of meat. I'm still I barely touched the, all that meat because yeah. I went local and I, I you will be rewarded if you help your local businesses out. Yeah. Telling you, and Mark and I fully support that. You can also help out your local podcast <laughs> by uh, subscribing and liking on YouTube. Don't forget Shot Pod with a zero in shot, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> so I, I thought a while ago, so there used to be a spot in Oshawa on Park Road, uh, just just north of Bloor, when, when you take the hill up. There used to be a small little, uh, there, there was a plaza there where coffee time was. There was a small little uh 24-hour video rental place. Wait, 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 wait. Okay. South End? Coffee Time? Oh, Simcoe and Wentworth. No, no. Not Simcoe and Wentworth. Up Park Road, just before where uh, where the escape rooms were. On, okay, on yeah, I know exactly side. what you're talking about. Yeah, there, yeah. A that plaza. little plus. Yeah, there were, okay, yeah, I know there that was, little guy. There was a 24-hour uh, video rental place, which eventually closed down. And Alex's like, CD World was across the street. Remember that? 
back in the day? Vaguely. Yeah. So when <laughs> when that was going, I was thinking to myself, I'm like, man, no, I, I want the video rental places. I, wh- what would I do if I were to like pitch this business venture and create my own business? What would I do? And I was thinking maybe like a bowling alley with a video rental place off to the side. I'll be honest with you, bro. It would you you could the smart thing to do would be to make it kind of like like a little arcade like make if it's if you're gonna go for the nostalgia of renting the movie go all out throw a fucking Mortal Kombat arcade machine in there so that when they go in to rent it you're making quarters out of the fucking put MK Donkey Kong and and Street Fighter in the back. Well, I mean I mean if you were to, throw a little mini arcade in there, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, but that's what I was thinking. Like if you did a bowling alley, you would have the game section. You would have a video rental place. I just came up with a really fucking interesting idea for this too. Maybe you'd be down. Hear me out. So you have your video section. What if you had a section just like in the '90s with a Jenny and a SNES and a '64, and then like twenty or thirty games for each one? And you could rent those too. Yeah, you could rent. You'd rent. You'd be like, hey, for a hundred dollars, you can rent a Genesis and ten cartridges and keep it for seven days. Yeah, that's how many people would go. I don't really want to go out and invest in a Genesis and find one that works and fix it and all that. That's so how many people would go in it and you you could rent it out. Yeah. And I mean, now with all these mini Genesis things, you can even fucking get a bunch of those or rent those out or, or, or I don't know. There's just the options are kind of cool here. Cause I mean, it's pretty common to go into like play to, the micro plays. Now there's games in Oshawa. There's a, these places are popping up quite often. These pop hawk shops with the pure, you know, you go in there. I just sold my Sega Saturn last month so that I could fucking get some rent money. So, and they bought, they're like, yeah, fuck, I'll give you 50 bucks for this. And it didn't even read the discs. They still gave me 50 bucks for it. Yeah. They know it didn't read the disc. They plugged it in. I was like, yeah, it won't read all of them. He's like, yeah, that's fine. I'll get a laser for it. Boom. So that's that's a cool idea. Have that. Remember, remember when you were a kid, you could go in and the Genesis would be there inside like a box yeah. with a controller out and you could be like, I remember, it was real, like, I remember Crash Bandicoot for the PSX. You could go in, I remember playing it and going, that, I didn't give a fuck about PlayStation, but I played seven seconds of Bandicoot and I went home and went, Sega's going to go out of business. PlayStation's going to take over. And I was right. And we got a PSX and I never went back to, to I never get it. I got a PSX instead of a Dreamcast yeah. because they had it on display and I play, and they had the Dreamcast and the PSX and I went, no one's going to buy this Dreamcast. So anyways, that would be a cool section of the store. I would love to, dude, fuck, this would be cool. Yeah. You know, you know, remember when back when we were kids too, when they had like a big release, remember there was Sonic Tuesday. They always tried to release the Sonic games on a Tuesday and then they would have someone dressed up in a goddamn Sonic well, I mean, in the all store. video games release on Tuesday, currently. They still do. Oh, okay, sorry, but I, th- yeah. I hate to be the one to say, I think Sonic started that. Because back in the day, they would release <laughs> on a different day in every country. It was well known. You can look it up. Sonic 2 came out on Sonic Tuesday in 1992, and it was the beginning of that fad. Of the game comes out on the same day in every country across the in the world. So that there was consistency. People in Europe were going, ah, look at me play this game! While people in Japan were like, oh, we don't get it for three months. Because that happened a lot. <laughs> People is were, that what people in Japan sound like? We don't get it for three months. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that sounded more Korean. Much. Yeah, it really was, actually. All the Asian people out there right. He just talked about Buffalo. Weird. <laughs> Anyways, um, that, we need to do this. Yeah, because if they're doing it in London, Ontario, fuck, man. There's lots of real... I mean, we were, did you see... Have you seen the, the uh, how many empty places there are in Oshawa to rent? Oh, yeah. well, let's pick one! <laughs> I mean, if we wait a lot... We just leave one of the places empty. Be, they're like, we want 1500 a month for this spot. You'd be like, that's too much. You gave three months, you'd be like, you guys willing to go down to nine? They'd be like, oh, we'll take 850 Just please, sell something. <laughs> right? It's been four months, we've got 28 homeless people in here. Four of them froze to death. Three of them died. Like, please, move a video store into our fucking location. We'll do it for 700 Okay? One 
one year lease. Let's talk. <laughs> I'm telling you, man, we've got potential here. Let's do this. Yeah. And all we got to do is start collecting Genesis games and N64 games. How many people would come in and be like, yo, I'm 40. And uh, I'd like to rent an N64 and GoldenEye and four controllers for me and my buddies this weekend. <laughs> huh, dude, you and I would fucking do it. You'd be like, I got both the kids. I'd be like, let's GoldenEye with the kids. Let's get the fucking four controllers. You, me, them. Let's go. Let's <laughs> yeah. do this. You know, like that would be so much fun. Or Doom. You know, yeah. like a classic game. Of Do like, dude, I'm, this is this might have some potential. Yeah, I mean, you, you just have to think of like... A side hustle, basically. If if you're thinking video rental place, just because it is small and so many people have that option of just scrolling through, you're like, okay, this might not Dude, be the money classic maker. Classic video games. Yeah, but, I mean, you're only going to get so far with that. What about, okay, oh, uh, now here's, a, you know more about this than I do. Oh, obviously, you're going to get so far. That's what I'm saying. So you have classic games, right? Classic yeah. game section, some system rentals for people that don't have them. Then you have your arcade section where you're making money on quarters and, and dollars in a pinball machine. Like, they just put a pinball machine in a, in a game machine at the Atria. Like, a lot of places are seeing these as, okay, this could be extra money. You know what I mean? So, and do some classic ones. Ones that the same people that would come in to, to get a Jenny would, would also go over and spend $10 in the Mortal Kombat 2 machine. Yeah. Or something like that. So, you've got a little mini arcade. You've got that. Then you've got your popcorn and your Twizzlers section like they had. you got to have, like, the Pop bomb snacks. Like, Blockbuster had, like, the best Fucking Twist and it was Sour thing. Patch Kids and fucking oh, yeah. and the pink popcorn. Remember the pink popcorn? Yeah, yeah I love that shit. My <laughs> mom would be like, I can't, I'm not getting you that. You're gonna shit pink. I'd be like, good, because the brown is a horrible color. Let's get the pink popcorn going. I loved it, man. I loved it. My mom was used to say, You want to shit pink? That she thought that was gonna scare me. Like, if I had pink shit, I was gonna be everyone would call me a faggot at school and I'd stop eating the pink popcorn. I think that you're just, I you're just sitting there, run right. as fast as you before, can before to the middle of nowhere. <laughs> In the middle of <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, mom was right. I am shitting pink. <laughs> oh my god! I was, it took me two seconds to go. I know that song. Oh right, the, okay, it all makes sense now. Mark's humor is just too complicated for me. So my small little brain sometimes. Oh my god. So yeah, we got our little arcade. We've got our classic game rental section. We've got our video section, which is you know horror, sci-fi, all that. Well, I was gonna ask you about what about new games like like the new Sonic Frontiers, for instance. I don't want to spend eighty dollars. Oh, you can't. Yeah, yeah, no, because discs. If you install it with the disc, you can't play it without the disc in the yeah. system. So you could technically do that. Yeah. You could do disc rentals like they yeah. did back in the day for new games yeah. for people that don't want to buy it, you know? Because, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Was, do you think there's a market for people that don't want to spend the $90 on the games, oh, like definitely. a brand new one? Like, I would rent Frontiers. I would probably play it for a week and go, I, I, I played it. Maybe I'll buy it at some point. Yeah. Try before you buy I think that because you don't get to try it. That's a big part of why I don't buy a lot of games. Like, so Far Cry is like the best game ever. I'm like, is it really? They're like, yeah, it's probably one of the greatest games. You don't like Fallout and you don't like Skyrim. You'll like Far Cry. I'm like, okay, all right, I, I believe you. And I spent $90, bought Far Cry 6, and it's fucking stupid, and I don't like it. And I'm like, well, now I'm at $100. <laughs> and it's this time. If I could have gone and rented Far Cry and maybe two or three other games for the weekend and tried them, fuck, I remember doing this. Yeah. There is a market for this. I'm hard thinking about it. Damn, that's a lot, a lot of <laughs> girls. A lot of girls are very tribal before you buy why do you think all those makeup places have fucking sections you can go sit down and someone poke your face with yellow eyeliner before? No, seriously, women are f so much smarter than us. Women, every store that's geared towards women has a tribe of tri section. Every fucking yeah. one. Every, and they've been doing that for 100 years. In 1902, if you went to the Bay, 
You could sit down and have somebody paint your face with tree bark for makeup and to try before you buy. Men were out there just like, yeah, I'll buy this pelt. Oh, this pelt sucks. Too bad I bought it before I figured that out. Women were like, well, it, in my world. This pelt is balding. Damn it. Bug hunt. I didn't see it. I didn't know that Bullshit. it was spinning. He Fuck. Gl- he's clearly glued these hairs on. This isn't real at all. Beaver my ass. Yeah. Right? <laughs> so this is moose bullshit. What is this moose acrylic? Jesus. I can't stand this. <laughs> Fucking can't. I'm going back to Ohio. Yeah. You know? But this is problem. the 1902 problems right here. But I'm just saying, like, that exact mentality. Like, women actually have always been like, um, can I touch it first and maybe see if it like works for me? So clever. I guarantee you a woman invented the test drive. I bet you men would just go in, look at it, and go, I'll take it. And fi- what a woman finally said, can we drive it first? And the woman, the guy looked at her like, bitch, what did you say? <laughs> what a good idea. <laughs> and then the, the salesman was like, well, I'll have to ask the manager if you can. Yeah. And that was the beginning of it. I guarantee it was a woman. I fucking guarantee it. <laughs> but yeah, you can go to any one of those makeup listings, Sephora and stuff, and like, you know, fuck around with things before you get them. That's how they get them. Because once you touch it hands on, you're in. So if they come to our arcade and they jam Mortal Kombat on the fucking... In the back on the on the uh, arcade, and they're like, "I'm gonna go rent a Jenny in Mortal Kombat and invite some buddies over this weekend." <laughs> hey, let's go see if there's a. Yeah, this is. I'm doing this. What are we gonna call it? <laughs> we can't call it Blockbuster. We can't call it Jumbo Video. Bust Blocker. You know what? What if we... I, I, bust Blocker bust, Video. Bust Blocker? I kind of like it. Same font. Yeah. Just make it like green yeah. or red instead of blue. Just like really fuck with them. Just be, yeah. Make, make it like Shadow versus Sonic. <laughs> Faker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, same idea. Bust Blocker Video. I was thinking that or I was thinking we could bring back Video King because I guarantee you the rights to the name and remember the red and blue stripe. What is it? You have to wait 30 years before the copyright's gone on uh, on something? Okay, well, what I'm if we called sure. it Video Queen and just used all the same colors and <laughs> fuck, who gives a shit? I don't give a fuck anymore. <laughs> yeah. Two guys start Video Queen. That doesn't look gay. <laughs> Are you guys the Video Queens? <laughs> Shut up, okay? We, ha- we didn't want to wait 20 more years for Video King to be fucking free enterprise. You guys are assholes. Oh, we're, stop. We're not stop. Video Queens. Maybe, maybe, maybe we are. <laughs> this is good. But it's not just video, so it would have to be like. Honestly, we would, you know, we'd have to call this. We'd have to call this store like the '90s corner. Like you'd have to call it '90s nostalgia. Like it would have to just because that's kind of it. You're really banking on well, our '90s, early well, no, 2000s no, 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 nostalgia. No, 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 you're not. No, no, because I said there's only a small market for that. You, you yeah, you're, you're right. As you're saying you're right. like, and he, oh, ninety dollars for a video game because the price increases. You would have to. Yeah, you're right. You couldn't call it that, even if it had newer stuff, because. New, new, younger people and people who are older than that would would be like, oh, I like the seventies. Like, ah, fuck, we can't get that guy. Yeah, we can. We should. We got an Atari. <laughs> yeah. Get the fuck in here. Oh, <laughs> uh, sir, right this way to our eight you wanna tracks. Pl- you want right to play asteroids? Way. You ninety year old bitch. Get in here. We got you. Like, it's in the corner beside Mario Brothers. Yeah, we've got our uh, Kenny Rogers eight track over here in this corner with our eight track player. If you want to. Plug in. Give her a listen. Oh, that's... A, okay, okay. No, no, no. You got the brain thinking again. Remember when HMV used to go in? You used to have those listening stations? Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm not saying we should do that, but, like, we got to have something similar to that. We got to we gotta keep... <laughs> this is going to turn to a media center. We're going to put um, Buster... With a, um, Dave and Buster's slash... What's our Palladium out of business? Because we're going to be, like, the new Palladium, but it'll be more low-key and cool. We'll be, like, the cool spot. All the people that go to Palladium are, like, dumb kids. Yeah. It's kind of turned into a six-year-old's place. You know what I mean? And do we serve like, oh, here's the, I just went to a convenience store the other day. They got an ice cream thing in this. Remember back in the day, you used to go to convenience stores. They have an ice cream or a yogurt fruits in the corner. Yeah. They just did that at a convenience store. We got to have yogurt fruits in the corner. <laughs> Why the fuck not? Just throw them in the corner. They pay us rent. Now you get yogurt fruits while you're fucking playing the Genesis. 
Yeah, but now you're getting up. Now the, you're the picking. The machine's all now, sticky. Now I was like, going to say, now you're scraping cotton candy out of the Genesis controller because it all went between the A and B buttons. And you're like, God, <laughs> yeah. these fucking kids. We got. Whose idea was the young and froze? Alex, fuck! <laughs> Alex, you fired! <laughs> oh. <laughs> Potatoes. There we go. Anyways, um, we've run with this idea for. Gee, I'm sorry, I'm really liking this. I'm really like. I'm not. There's not a lot of ideas that I would invest my own money in. I don't even care if this is success. This kind of reminds me of that show I watch about the couple that does the Halloween thing I told you about. It's yeah. called the 17th Door or something, where they they make it. They have a giant warehouse and they have 17 rooms. And they have, I think each year they they do five new ones. So if they take five six rooms, tear them down, and come up with something new, they have a cockroach room. Like an act, they breed roaches because runs that don't bite the big circle ones, like in the states, not the little ones like we get. They breed them and they have a roach room. You have to crawl through a room full of roaches. They're not going to hurt you. But that's how crazy. That's fucking nuts. Just come up with their own fear factor room. And you don't understand, bro. This room looks like it's got shelves. And then when you go to touch them, they've got this trigger. It's triggered. And it shoots an entire thing of roaches at your fucking face. When you go to touch it, you don't even know they're in the room. You just hear things moving. And then all of a sudden, when you get to a certain point and the room's dark, the roaches just hit you and you got to get to the end of the room. And then they go, it's fucking, then there's like a, rinse off room where one of the employees gets the roaches off you so they don't escape and you go to the next room where you sit in a room of five chairs and electrocute people like full on 12 <laughs> volt electric shocks to people on other chairs oh ooh, yeah ah, and you can you can ooh. fuck with them like just like you did and they don't know who did it it's kind of and it's kind of and then the lights go off and then when it's uh when the lights go out and it's that ink you can't see unless the lights are out what's that, the ultraviolet light okay. it, it shows you who then you can see who's zapping you when the uh, lights, it's so cool. And then you move on to the next room. Like it's genius. Kind of reminds me of like, like that kind of idea. You know what I mean? Like a business, like I, I was like, I don't even, if you did that, I wouldn't even care if I made money. Like we lose money every year. Who cares? It's so much fun. You know what I mean, we're running this fucking show. He's like, yeah, you, you can rent a Sega CD from us and for the weekend. Like that'd be, I would just be so proud to say that. I wouldn't even be, I don't care if I make any money. Just please come to my store. You know, please come hang out with me. Yep. We're the cool kids. <laughs> I like this. So yeah, um, that is a much lighter note than what's going on in the world. I wanted to ask you about your thoughts on Wednesday season two because it got the okay. Yeah. And I rewatched it. I don't know, man. You don't know what? I don't think it's Jack. A, I don't. Sorry. I don't think it's that good. I've I watched it through the first time and I really liked it the first time because I didn't know what they were gonna do with it. I was you know like. Wednesday's supposed to be at home with her family, and the family was only in a couple episodes. I imagine they're not a very cheap people to pay. Uh, Louis and what the broad name, Catherine Zeta. I don't <laughs> imagine they're cheap. So anyways, I thought it was kind of weird that they were only in it for a few episodes and stuff, but I liked what they did with the story at the school and all that. But on a rewatch, I was like, where do you go with this? Can you build a, a world out of this? And then College. I started... Then I start, yeah, yeah, I'm with you on it. I think there's a future for it, but I just I hope they keep Burton involved, and I... I'm still worried they waited so long to say, okay, you said Netflix is losing money left, right, and center. Netflix is losing, sorry, I stumbled over my words. Netflix is losing money left, right, and center. And everybody else, they like they released Andor. Andor wasn't even out, okay? Andor wasn't out. Yeah. All they'd put out is a trailer, and it was renewed for season two, and shooting started the day the premiere of season one landed. In September. They've been shooting September through to December for the other season. Well, there was a rumor Netflix wasn't going to renew Wednesday, so the studio started looking around to other streaming platforms. Oh, that's why they said, oh, shit. Yeah. Okay. Oh, shit. No, we'll sign. No, we're good. Thank Just you. Bring See, it. Bring now, it. That was what I needed the explanation needed because I was like, they waited a while. Clearly, they, it was probably a, them talking. It, 
They probably said, yes, we want to renew you. And they're like, yeah, but we're the biggest show in the world. So what are you going to renew us for? And they're like, we'll give you $10 million. They're like, we're getting $20 million offered from Disney. We're getting $32 million offered from Amazon. Did you see how much money they put into that Rings of Power show that nobody watched? I'm pretty <laughs> sure they'll give us $30 million. So why don't you up that number? And Netflix was like, I don't know if we can. You know what I mean? So they must have eventually come to an agreement. Yeah. I bet you they agreed on a smaller number than the other studios. It'd be like menace to society, man! I suck your dick. I'll suck you. I'll suck you. Fuck your couch. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, I bet you they agreed on a smaller number than some of the other studios, but more creative control. I bet you it was like, okay, Burton, you do whatever the fuck, literally whatever you want. We don't care. It is fully you. But we can't do 30 million, man. You're going to have to take like 20. You got to take like 22. And he's like, oh, you know what? That's less. But the other guys want their noses in my shit. And I, I like my shit nose free. So, yeah, I'll take your offer. I like the because Burton's that guy. Burton will take less money to make a better quality thing. He, yeah. He's that type of dude. The same way Elfman, you know, will associate himself for less money with something because he knows he can give it his all. Elfman gets offered to do a lot of shit. He doesn't do all of it. He mm-hmm. just says no to a lot, which is why when I see him, I'm like, our boy blesses us again. <laughs> you know, I fucking, I was watching, was it the new Strange, Do- Doctor Strange? No. Fuck, I, what was I, what was I watching? And I went, oh, this is Elfman. I knew, I knew right away, within five minutes of watching it, it was a Marvel movie. Yeah, it was Doctor Strange Doctor too. Strange! I remember watching it again, I, within a minute, I was like, this is fucking Elfman for sure. And then I, I Googled it in the theater, and I was like, oh, look at me go. Just because it had, like, I don't know, a piccolo in it. I was like, ah, that's Elf! <laughs> Nobody fucks with a piccolo anymore! So, and not the guy from Dragon Ball. So a couple weeks back, I bought Spider-Man No Way Home, the extended one. Ooh, nice. That has, like, 11 minutes of extra footage well, with... Uh, with McGuire and can, can, and oh, can we watch it after the show? <laughs> can we watch those I mean, there, there's so many things that are cool in there. Uh, when Ned and uh, and MJ are wandering around through the basement of Doctor Strange's uh, of the fuck, I'm drawing a blank here. And Marvel, uh, Marvel people, I'm sorry. Sorry. Uh, the the sanctum, the the fucking the, the house that they're in. The the, the, the place Doctor Strange lives. Yes. isn't it the the, the sanctum like- sanctum sanctorum. Sanctuary. It. It's called no, the sanctuary. Yeah, it's the Sanctum Sanctorum. Sure, I'll go with that. So it's Latin. And anyways, they're they're fucking <laughs> running around the basement, and Ned's literally destroying the place, look looking for for something. And he, like he's he'd grab a table, he'd grab a chair, <laughs> like so many things would fall over. And he even ended up finding a, a, a box of beard dye. It's like, oh, Doctor Strange's beard dye. Oh, because like, <laughs> it's supposed to be gray. Oh, it's so funny. It's, oh man, there's so many things. And like the uh, the Toby and Andrew scenes when when they were talking about uh, how he just makes the webs in his wrists and all that. Like he literally says, "Can I look at your holes?" <laughs> like, that's adorable. That's, that's weird. What? That's actually cool. <laughs> Excuse me. Um. Okay. Means we're on this topic now. Let's um, Ant Man. Have you seen the trailer for Ant Man? <sighs> My dick is rock hard right now. <laughs> yeah. uh, so they they just thinking about it. It so, so not only looks good, it looks like I'm I'm gonna say it's gonna be like Phase Two Marvel level, which probably, they haven't yeah. done in yeah. time. Yeah. So time. I mean, Kang actually works out basically. From what we've seen in like the first trailer, it's like, oh, who who is Ant Man? I've fought the Avengers, I killed the Avengers, and Ant Man was never a yeah. person. Who is Ant Man? And then uh, and then finally, it's like, oh, Ant Man is an is an Avenger, and uh, so he has to bribe him. He's like, well, what can I offer Ant Man? There's nothing that Ant Man wants. Oh wait, he was gone for five years. He, he missed his daughter growing his daughter. up. How about I offer him time? That's the one thing I can offer. 
Doctor Strange could have offered him that. He's got the time stone. What a dick. He doesn't have the time stone. Oh, right. Had it. Sorry. They're all <laughs> destroyed. Now. You're right. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. Uh, uh, unless, unless you're in another universe where, I mean, it gets to the point where, uh, where really? that the, the time police are just using them as paperweights. <laughs> oh, yeah. Right. In the Loki show, they were using yeah. Infinity Stones to hold paper in place. And, yeah. and, and he was looking at them like this. My entire world was destroyed by this thing. And they're like, yeah. We recycle them. <laughs> yeah, no, that's, that's, uh, fuck, yeah, I forgot about that part. But um, the thing that I was kind of, means we're in the, the world of comics, was just about how Reeves is flying out on Monday morning to meet with Gunn to talk about how his Batverse with um, Pattinson is going to fit into the Gun Gunn's universe, whether they want to, what they want to do. So it, it, it's on the table that Pattinson at, you know, maybe not Pattinson himself. Maybe they'd cast somebody else to be older Batman in it, but that they want Pattinson's or that version of Batman is year two Batman to eventually come in contact with everybody else. Or they're going to have a conversation about how it's going to be separate and how, I guess, what, what do you think? Any, what do you, how do you think they're going to roll with it? Uh, I don't see Pattinson's Batman as being, uh, as having any members, any other DC no, comic members in there. I'm with you on that. The only thing I could see them doing is James Gunn, I, I will give him credit, is extremely creative. If he has a plan, if he says, I want you to have the Batverse, and I don't want to fuck with it, but I'd like to do this. On your third movie, I want this to happen. It's small. It would bring it in, and it would allow us to kind of see. The best thing. That, I think James could come up with something. The best thing that they could do for comic book movies is the movie posters. Make them look like a comic cover. Go by issue number for, for like where it is in there. If it's its own story, you can have the word one shot on there, just like comics do. Like, you could do so much with that if you had the movie poster. That as should be a, f- a I'll be with cover. you. I feel like Star Wars tried to make that a fad because the, the Star Wars covers, the way they do them, especially the prequels, were very comic y. They look like the cover, you know what I mean? They, they had that, they, yeah. they look drawn. You know, they tried to give them a sketch look and then they just take all the faces of the main characters in a certain pose and just kind of draw it out. I like, I, I, I think that's, do you see the cover of Andor? And, the, Andor looks like a comic book cover. Yeah. The Andor show. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm with you. I think that they should mi- blend that. But even more, did you see the Batman 89 comic covers? How they took the Batman 89 and they actually kept it going to yeah. re- add the what would have been if Schumacher didn't ruin everything? Um, <laughs> so if they let Burton run with it. And I think, I'm with you. I'm with you on that. That'd be kind of a cool thing to do. Movie posters really, like, you see them on your Facebook. That's, you don't see them in the theaters anymore. That then well, it, you do when you walk when when you're who goes to, to the, who goes to the theater. That's what I'm saying. It's, it's not happening as much. Well, of course it is. <laughs> Every new movie that comes out, I'm like theater. I, I'm he, already planning with Ethan. I know, but that's you. I'm talking about in the world. Theaters are hurting right now. They're like, I don't know how much longer we can do this because most of the movies that are coming out, you could get it on Disney if you pay like six bucks, seven bucks well, that day. Uh, Disney's uh, Disney's no. fucking with that hard. They don't give a shit. And Amazon no. too. So there are so many movie trailers that are out now that'll say exclusively in theaters, and that's just at first. Yeah, uh, for like when, a week. when you when you look at uh, Top Gun two, <laughs> Tom Cruise was like. This is not coming to a streaming platform. Absolutely not. And it was one of the most successful movies. But that's Tom Cruise, man. I'm telling you. That if you, and, and, <laughs> That's Tom Cruise doing part two of one of the most successful movies ever made. 
That's why to, it did that. To a newer generation. <laughs> Doesn't matter. You know that all the money came from guys your age that went to go see it with their fucking brother in 88 that went to see the second one with their brother and now they're 40. Yeah. You know that's what it was, okay? So let's call it spade a spade. If that didn't have Tom Cruise in it, that movie would have bombed. Nobody would have gone, and it would have been a, a hilarious story to tell about how nobody goes to the theater anymore. Well, no. It, cause yes, it, depend- it would have. No, it wouldn't have. It depends on the involvement. <laughs> it's the same thing with Evil Dead Rise. Ash isn't in it. But everybody is just suing the streaming services over this shit. That's why they're putting it out in theaters for a week or so beforehand. It's, I guarantee you by this time next year, well, no. we're going to be having another conversation about how theaters don't exist anymore. No. So, uh, I mean, even with the newer movies that do come out to streaming services right away, it's $25 to, to see it. A lot of people, exactly. And it's only like eight or nine to go to the theater. I, I heard, because personally myself, I have just made it a, a pact with a friend of mine. That we're a suicide go- pact? Yes. That by a blood the, pact. <laughs> that we're going to go to, because my friend that I used to go to the movies with passed away. Yeah. So that's really bugging me. And uh, I like you, Mark, but you're just too fucking busy. You're such a yep. selfish fucking <laughs> cunt. You've got these fucking little hellion children hanging off you and this fucking bitchy girlfriend and this fucking kid that's not even yours. And they just won't piss off long enough for me to take you to the movies. And it's really frustrating for me. You selfish, selfish man. Yeah. But if they ever get in a horrid car crash, maybe we can be fucking buddies at the theater. But until then, check your brake lines, by the way, Tamara. <laughs> Sounding a little weird over here. <laughs> um, but until then, I, this person and I just said, I said, I need, I need a movie, buddy. So I want to see Quantumania. I want to see, um, like, really bad. Like, I need to go. Like, it, it looks fucking amazing. What's, come on, work with me. There's other, there's big ones. The Flash. I need. I don't care. I know he's a rapist. I'm sorry. I'm sorry Ezra Miller turned into a rapist, but I really want to see the Flash. I want to see Keaton old and fucking when he, like, I want to see that. And when he whips the Batmobile off the, the, the fucking, when, when Ezra pulls the cover off the Batmobile and then they cut the scene. Like, I need, I need this in my life. Um, <laughs> what else is, well, come on, work with me here. There's a lot of cool movies this year. Like, between now and the end of the year, there's, oh, fuck John Wick 4. Like, I'm on that. I need to be there for John Wick 4. Like, that's, uh, August, that one, Quantumania is March. Quantumania is February. February. What's March? March is a big one, too, that I, I saw, and I was like, I need to be there. Fuck, what was there? There's just, a, there's quite a, there's a, there's good ones. There's lots and lots. I know, April is Evil Dead Rise. I will, see that, and then Super Mario Brothers. It's another one. Oh, like, yeah. Mario, that, Mario, that, I, as yeah. much as I'm a Sonic fan, and I, I want to, the Mario, I was a big Mario fan, too. Like, I'll, I'll shit on how he's just trying to keep up with Sonic, and he is, and he will fail. It will not be the highest grossing video game movie <laughs> of all time. It won't even fucking touch it. It'll probably do very well. Mario has a bigger following than Sonic, so you have to face the facts. <laughs> I know, but the pro, you think that. Oh, but no, it's I, facts. I'm pretty sure Sonic just... <laughs> Just because the first movie came out, they've built this franchise into a, once again, just like they did in '89. They've built this franchise to compete with it against all odds because that's what they do, bro. You don't understand. He's the underdog, and you can't count his blue ass out. He, because uh, well, dude, kind of. you don't know. I'm, 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 let me close your fucking eyes and go back <laughs> to 1991. Nintendo didn't just make systems and sell games. They dominated, bro. Yeah. Nobody fucking touched them. Sega couldn't either. They tried everything. Comic Zone. What was that? For Alex Kidd? Fail. 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 They put out the 16-bit system. It sold 100,000 all over the world while Nintendo was selling millions. Yeah. And who changed it all, buddy? Well, I want to fuck it. Who? Who fucking changed it, Mark? Mario. <laughs> They I'm put out, <laughs> listen to me. No, listen. In 1991, 
the Genesis and Sonic the Hedgehog, the original Sonic 1, outsold the SNES and Super Mario World for the first time since video games started. Nobody beat Nintendo. They were always yeah. number one. The Christmas season of 91, Sega Genesis outsold the SNES and they outsold Mario World. In 1992, Sonic 2 and the Genesis outsold for a second year. They went year after year. And you don't know, they went from selling 100,000 compared to like 3 million to beating them by selling 5 million of these fucking things. That's insane. Super Mario 3 was the highest grossing non-bundled home video game uh, up until uh, wait, up until then with the 2011 inflation adjusted revenue uh, to Yeah, but you Mario, you don't you're comparing a game that came out before Sonic existed. Mario World <laughs> came out and that's when he took over. Mario 3 is a great game, but yeah. it came out in 88. Sonic wasn't even made yet. Yeah. So you can't compare it. That game is help was part of what put the Mario and put the Nintendo in in the millions ahead. They earned it. I yeah. love those games. Mario three is is probably is listed and is probably one of the greatest games ever made. If what's happened in Super Mario wasn't as groundbreaking as as it was, what they did in three because there was no two was awesome. I'm not shitting on the game, but they took those games and went. Can we do something better than this? Cooler than this? Faster than this? And 16 bit? And the answer was yes. And when they did, it outsold the SNES and it outsold Mario World. They didn't compete with the NES and they never competed with Mario Three. They that's what made them go. What what can we invent to compete with this? Yeah. That and that's why I'm telling you not to count them out because those you got to think about the how impossible how everybody was like Sega what are you doing like they they dominate pick another market you know make a, another console stick with 8-bit why are you running a 16 try something else why are you making a mascot to compete with Mario why don't you just try to make a, a they actually really wanted to do sports remember they had Madden Madden was a fucking Sega thing and then they had um the guy that Fuck, Joe Montana, Joe Montana football. They yeah. had Joe Montana football. Sega had things in the basket, like, okay, and it wasn't enough. They didn't even touch Nintendo. Like, oh, we got Madden, we got Montana, we're the sports guys. They had NHL, they had an NHL game. They had a lot to draw, but it wasn't enough. Sonic literally took them from 100,000 units to 5 million. That's yeah. an insane jump. That is, you can't put a, you, you can't really put a tangible, say anything tangible about how quickly it jumped. And I feel that with the movie, because Sonic got shitty. Like, the, the 2010 to 15 yeah. was got, was shitty games. The franchise was dead. Even I wrote it off. I was like, well, you know, he's my boy and I'll always love him, but I didn't. I kind of lost interest. What they did with that movie, like, Sonic Forces bombed. They put out Mania in 18, and it, got, it garnered, you know, the guys my age were like, okay, this is cool. And then they put the movie out, dude. I'm telling you, your kids now love Sonic. I love Sonic. And... Everybody in the middle, 22-year-old kids are now getting into it because Frontiers is game of the year. It beat fucking God of War. Yeah. It beat God of War in sales, and it beat God of War in the ratings. It get 8.9 in, in uh, fucking, what's that, IGN is the big one? And God of War got a 7.8 or, so, or, or an 8 yeah. or something. It beat them. Frontiers is changing the game world right now. It's winning awards left, right, fucking center. And how was the last time you heard about a Sonic game winning an award? Really? <laughs> they don't. Generations never won awards. It was a good game. Yeah. Sonic is not an award-winning game. Sonic 1 and 2 changed the, the marketplace, but after that, they just kind of put stuff out for the fans. Frontiers and the movies and the, and the world they're building, you got to understand, wait till they, now they got Sonic Prime, super successful on Netflix. How many uh, Mario TV shows are planned? None! 
That's how many. <laughs> so I'm just, you know what I mean? Even the Batman's got the Penguin. Not, like, all the successful movies have a TV show that's coming to a stream service to keep interest in the franchise. Knuckles is going to have a streaming service uh, yeah. on Netflix. Sonic Prime, sorry, not on Netflix, on Paramount+. Plus. Son, uh, Sonic Prime is exclusive. It has a season two renewed and eight episodes will be here by the end of the year. It's all set to go. So yes, Mario is successful and I will never take away how good he is and the fact that Galaxy, Odyssey, 64, 3, World, and Original are all, those six, all are on are on games of the year. Like, they all won game of the year, and they all changed the franchises that they were in. Yeah. Not taking away from him, but I'm telling you, his, his flat-out numbers are in trouble with Sonic. We're talking about $700 million he needs to garner in the first couple weeks to compete with Sonic 2. That's a fact... Oh yeah, I sense. think he'll do close to that, but I do not think it will surpass it. Oh, I definitely think Sonic it'll be Two. Like, I'd probably double that. <laughs> funny he says this. So Sonic Two right now is the highest grossing video game movie of all time. The first Sonic beat Detective Pikachu by two hundred million, and Sonic Two beat its predecessor by a hundred. So yeah. Mario needs to garner nine hundred million dollars in a month in order to look as good or be as competitive. So I guess we'll see. I do want to see it, and I will be there opening night. Your confidence is you're way overconfident in this. I don't think so. I, it has a bigger following, so. It's always had a bigger following. Always. Okay. We'll see. We're all, you can talk all you want, but we're going to see. When the movie makes $500 million and then no one cares about it in a month because it's really not that good, it'll be good. It'll be fun. I'll be like, oh, that was cute. You know what it would remind me of? It's going to be like the Minion movie. Is the Minion movie or the Minion movies with Gru, uh, Despicable Me, are Despicable Me movies bad? No. Are they amazing, greatest movies of all time? No. no they're somewhere right in the middle. They're very good. They're very yeah. entertaining. Ice Age. Mario will be like Ice Age or that or... Sonic is Toy Story. It's untouchable. It's original, and it's the first. It's the first of its kind to take a video game and say, yeah, we're going to make millions doing this. I mean, Mortal Kombat's tried it a hundred times, and they none of them ever hit that mark. Well, you just, you just have to think Pokemon, about... Even Pokemon, bro. Pokemon's the most successful franchise on the planet, and that got beat by Sonic. Well, you just have to think, like... Uh, in terms of what what did each game bring, Super Mario was the first thing. We're like, oh, you could go. But be, you have to assume every guy who plays the games is going to run to the movie. Like, and I don't. This yeah. is the, this is the difference in fans. Sonic fans are like it's like whatever media he's in, I want to consume. Mario, there are Mario fans that just play the games and don't give a fuck about anything else related to well, Mario. No, Nintendo's very closed off. They always have been <laughs> up until semi recently, where they started releasing. Did you know the that Mario is the only thing that Funko Pops don't exist up based around? And basically in the world, yeah, yeah, they're that. Again, You're not wrong. Nintendo's they're very closed, closed off. Down. Yeah, but but that hasn't stopped. So their just, fan base. are they going to uh, start licensing things so that it can make as much money as Sonic? Because a big part of why Sonic made so much money is because the McDonald's toys, all that shit. Like they they will whore out mm-hmm. the trademark to anybody to make yeah, the money. So so that if what, Nintendo doesn't do that, they're not going to see so those Nintendo numbers. Nintendo has started doing that. They st- uh, right now at McDonald's, you can get Super Mario World toys Perfect. that also have Super Mario Kart figures in them oh so they're trying to do mcdonald's campaigns that's so cute who's been doing that since 1993 hmm hmm i don't know where'd they get that idea from like I'm, from I'm every sorry, single franchise in the world no video game was at mcdonald's before sonic in 1993 it's the first one it's the first time they did it and they actually split sonic and knuckles in two well no because but, mcdonald's but, wanted to put the game before the sonic was at mcdonald's every fucking movie franchise has has Still the first video game. <laughs> well, just like it was that. a just like it's the highest grossing video game movie. I'm telling you, bro, these things mean something. No, they don't. Video <laughs> games? No, you are wrong. I'm not. Sat- no, you are. I'm not. It's, it's a franchise. Allow me to provide examples. Mortal Kombat, Assassin's Creed, 
Um, Dragon, no, Dragon Ball's not a video game, sorry. Um, the, the amount of fucking video, fuck you, Super Mario is a movie, did fail, this has already been done. It's the successful movie franchise, John Leguizamo and a bunch of fucking losers made that dumbass movie with Dennis Hopper in 1994, and how did that go? Oh, that wasn't how a How do you service. know this wasn't going to be the same thing? Well, we oh, know because, because it's a cartoon and it's got... Chris Pratt in it. And but what I'm saying is, is you and your Nintendo's perfect, they don't make mistakes. What was that? It wasn't about them making mistakes. It was if you do service They to the sold fans. the rights to their biggest mascot to the wrong company who made a horrible movie. That's a big exactly. fuck up. Sonic so could have done the same service, thing. Sonic could have done the same thing. But again, the first trailer that came out for Sonic was, what the fuck is this garbage? Let oh, us yeah. redo the entire movie. They had to do the, the whole thing. The first trailer that came out for Super Mario Brothers, the movie was holy fuck! I can't wait for this. Yeah, and his ass is fat, and nobody <laughs> likes Chris doing his. But how many times? Look at the comments online. People hate Chris's voice with him. They're like, "It's a me, a Mario." Why is Chris Pratt doing that? And I'm with them. I think it's gonna suck because of that. I think it'll be a good script. It'll be funny. It'll be all this shit you would expect because they've got the money to put the right people into it. But at the end of the day, Mario sounds Italian, but they don't want to offend people because, well, well, he doesn't sound Italian. Okay, do you want to go to the store that we start? We'll rent a 64. Yeah. We'll rent Mario 64. Then we're going to go to the opening screen. We could grab his face oh, and pull you mean, it. You mean the, like in the games. <laughs> okay, he's Italian, but they didn't, they didn't want to recreate Here that. we go. Yeah, they didn't want to recreate that. <laughs> well, I could have at least given him a little bit of a tap. If Chris Pratt doesn't say, here we go, at least once in the movie, I'm going to be very upset. Well, he says, here we go. and But like the way he says it, you can... You can hear a little bit of the Mario in him, but he's really trying not to. Be I am excited. I'm like flat out. I'm excited to see what they do. Yeah. I'm also excited to see how flat it falls to Sonic. It'll be fun. So that'll be cool. The one thing that I think that Mario but, will do that Sonic didn't do is probably make a game about the movie. And that I wish Sonic had done. But what I was going to say earlier before we started talking about the movies is when it comes to the games, each game had their own thing. So Super Mario Brothers 3 first kind of dabbled with the 3D where you could go behind uh, the level. Oh, and, yeah, and behind. yeah. Okay. It was the that secrets, was the dude. It was, yeah. they, they got into the, like, so, how many things can we hide in this game? So that was the start. And then Sonic comes out, and Sonic has, like, the 3D levels. And then Super Mario World comes out, and, like, you can punch a fence, flip to the other side, and now all of a sudden you're riding a dinosaur. And that, like... Yeah, but Sonic had the same shit, and it was his first game. And it was made by people that didn't have the rights to any of the programming. Well, okay, for, for yeah, flat. but... No, no, but those people were able to watch, learn, and learn from... Oh, 100%. This is what they did. I already said that yeah. Mario's... Mo the, the first games, especially, yeah. were... They changed gaming. Like, the yeah. first Mario is like, everybody... Okay, this is how you make an adventure game. Yes. If you were making adventure games before 85, you weren't doing it right. But what I'm saying is... Nintendo's closed off to the point where they didn't really... Can you really tell me the difference between Sunshine Odyssey and Galaxy? They're the same fucking game. Completely it just made They just made the same game three different times. No, they didn't. Yeah, they did. No. <laughs> they did the same thing with Sonic Adventure 1, 2, and Heroes. When they get a successful formula, they stick with it. So now, Super Sonic Mario Adventure, Odyssey... Those are all different games. Are you going to explain Odyssey. about how the gameplay is different no, no, now? Super really? Mario Odyssey has the real world, and you're running around as Mario in the real world. Uh -huh. You don't have that... You're in a anything. 3D environment collecting things. Next. Okay. You did a th that's what Mario did. 64 came out, and it was a 3D environment collecting stars. It was new, and it was it changed everything. Yeah. Then they did Odyssey, Sunshine, and that one, and they're, they got 
collecting things in a 3D world, they just made the graphics better. You're, leave, you're leaving 64 out. 64 was like... That's what I'm saying. 64 started this whole thing. Oh, yeah. They yeah. changed game. Every... Okay, so before 85, if you were making adventure games, you were making them right because Mario yeah. showed you how to do it, right? Yeah. Mario World was like, you're not... This is how you could hide enough shit in your game that you could play it for 20 years and still find things. Mm-hmm. Showed us how to do that, right? So, Sonic was, was in the middle of saying, look how much story I can pack into you gotta understand it's a, yeah. Sonic was like I, I can't I'm not my team isn't good enough to make a bunch of secrets plus Sonic fans don't want to look for shit we want to get through things so I'm just gonna make this immersive story with other characters and I'm gonna yeah. send Sonic to space to fight on a Death Star but, that looks like Robotnik yeah that was pretty cool I'm but, sorry that competes <laughs> with your look I can go behind no, the tree so, and get a mushroom so this what I'm saying competitive no what I'm saying is Mario created a niche so Oh, you, you like the 3D stuff? Okay, you can go off, play Sunshine, Odyssey, Galaxy. Oh, you want the Paper Mario? Boom, I, I, you have role-playing. Oh, you want I the I agree with down? that. Mario's gaming franchise, even, even um, what's the, what's the, fuck. All I did was just create different niches. You have RPG over here. You have the 3D survival oh, Mar- over here. The, you have Platformer Legend over here. of the Seven Stars is one of my favorite games ever. Yeah. It's, it might be the best RPG so, I've ever played. As I was saying. Yeah, fuck you, Final Fantasy. As I was saying is that they're just closed off. Yeah, okay, in the background, they're competing, but they're more worried about what they can do to make, make money. I will look forward to going to see this Mario movie and I look forward to it falling flat. It'll be fun. <laughs> so we only have to wait till what, April for April yeah. or May for this? What, and then there's so many more movies too. This like each month is another one where I'm like, fuck me. So Quantum Mania, Ant-Man. Um, you know what show's starting next, uh, this week? The Last of oh. Us. Oh yeah, <laughs> Din Djarin. Took off his Mando <laughs> uniform, changed his name to Pedro, and went over so that he could be the last of us. It's so funny. I saw a post today because the girl who's playing as Ellie came out as gender fluid. And then uh, I saw a post today saying, because of course she did. <laughs> <laughs> right, because of course she did. <laughs> no, I just, I, I'm excited for that too. It's nice to see, um, oh, and did you hear Assassin's Creed got taken in by Netflix? They're going to do it. They're yeah. making a set like I like this. I like that you're seeing uh, a little bit. Let's talk about how it can go bad though. The Halo series. Let's yeah. talk about this. The movie I, they made with Michael Fassbender didn't do so well either. That's I was gonna say. So they they tried the movie route and it didn't go well. I like that movie, but as a as an Assassin's Creed fan, it was not enough fan service. But it was well, also I mean, kind of too much fan service. Yeah, that, the the hard thing with the movie is you have two hours to sum up an entire fucking story that you can play for six, six to 12 hours yeah. Depend, yeah so i'm with you on that spending eight episodes fleshing out a character and his past and it's gonna be way cooler yeah um also you don't have to pay a guy like michael fassbender to make it so people want to see your movie you can hire the cool thing about netflix shows is they'll get nobodies in it and it'll be great you know what yeah. i mean if they get a name actor that i that we know it, you know, that would be cool too, but it's not necessary. I just know that they did such a good job with Sonic Prime. They, if like I, I, I told you last last week or whatever, being the really uh, big-ass nerd that I am, I went through the credits. And I'm like, who makes this show? I need to know who makes Sonic Prime. And it's Ian Flynn from the fucking comic books. You've got um, character designers from Sega of Japan in there. You know, you've got people from all, some people from Deke Animation from the fucking 90s, bro. Yeah. Um, the guy who does somebody's voice in it was Robotnik's voice in Adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog in 91. Yeah. Like, they are really milking 
people that are involved in the franchise. And I hope Netflix does that with Assassin's Creed, and I think they definitely do it with The Last of Us. They yeah. just, you know what I mean? They got the game, the people who made the games involved, the people acting in the show are fans of the game, played it themselves. So they're going to give performances that are on the level of you playing the character. Yeah. I'm excited to see Pedro take this and bring it to life. I really am. It's going to make... How The Last of Us does is really going to set the tone for, I think, how the Assassin's Creed game yeah. or show could go. Uh, new Alien movie starts filming uh, February 6th, and that's oh, so being scared. made by Fede Alvarez. With it's not Ridley? Ridley's producing. Okay, producing, right. So Ridley's producing. Fede Alvarez, he's the guy responsible for the Evil Dead remake that was fucking amazing. Okay. So uh, new. So Alien we got somebody movie. with good special effects skills. Yeah. I'm kind of worried about the TV show, but we'll see how that goes. The TV show... Uh, the TV show... Is not done yet, but from what I understand, it's close to being done, and it takes place on Earth way before the events of the movies. Yes, yes, yes! I fucking read that. <laughs> I remember this now. Oh no, that's exciting! You don't yeah. understand. They yeah. have never done this. Yeah, they only touch on our modern era in the AVP franchise. Yeah, because. You have to, because Predator comes and fucks with humans, so aliens must have existed around now. But in the Alien franchise itself, there's no proof that it's ever around now. Yeah. Now here's So maybe it'll be the start of Wayland Industries, maybe. Oh, no, Way dude, Wayland was around in the 1800s, in the lore of Alien. Uh -oh. Wayland's a very old company, so yeah, it will. Wayland will definitely be space exploring, but they'll be doing it on a local level. They won't yeah, be leaving I mean, our be, solar system. Yeah, but I'm, what I mean is Wayland uh, will get... He's also alive, the actual Yeah, but David I mean, Wayland, I mean it'll be like when he discovers the alien, like, oh, I want to explore this. I want to... I don't know how they're... See, this is where it could get really interesting, because... According to the prequels that Ridley did, Prometheus and Covenant, it's been around long before now. It's it's yeah, it's yeah. it's around thousands of years. the The engineers have been using the alien to wipe out races of people that are problematic for a long time. It's what yeah. they do. They send a guy to the planet. He drinks the stuff. It eats him. He falls into the river, and it spreads and it yeah. destroys all life. What happens in Prometheus is that the computer David and the the lady that Numi Rapace plays, Prometheus is one of my favorite movies of all time. I could consider it far superior to the original Alien just because it's so good. Yeah. It's just, it took everything that Ridley couldn't afford to do in the first one and made it better. And it's a cooler story. And it gets into the origins of why the original Alien was there. Because the, the original Alien was just a creepy-ass movie with was zero... It, was it Prometheus or Covenant where you see uh, David, like, m making the Alien from trial after trial yes. after trial after trial? Covenant. So yeah. in Prometheus, they just go to the planet where the engineers made it, and they just barely escape. That's the whole story, really. Yeah. Um, in Covenant, Shaw's dead because Numi Rapis was busy and pregnant, so they couldn't get her. They wanted her back, and she couldn't. I was so disappointed when they... Yeah. I was like, quit having kids! Act! <laughs> so she's so good. So good. But she made a really good movie instead with Colin Farrell called Dead Man Down. So very good. Highly recommend that movie. But anyways, um, so... In Covenant, David takes those aliens to the home planet of the engineers that made them and sicks them on them and lets yeah. the alien destroy its own creators. This could... Now, it's technically taken place in, like, 2199, I guess. But because the engineer... Like, there's the scene when the engineers go to the planet and he drinks the shit and it spreads, there's no timestamp on how long it's been. 
Yeah. It could have been a thousand years ago. So they could play this however they want. Aliens could come fully evolved as an alien. I'm going to eat you with my big mouth. Or maybe I'll eat you with my little mouth. <laughs> Show up at Earth at right now because, yeah, Wayland could find them or find something. Or it could just be like, like an amoeba. You know what I mean? Like a, a particle that has traveled on an asteroid or somehow gotten here yeah, yeah. from the engineer planet. And he's seeing, maybe it's not alien, you know, because alien is the name of the franchise, but there isn't necessarily xenomorph in it. Xenomorphs yeah. are, aren't in a lot of them. Yeah. Maybe it's just the amoeba, the xenomorph amoeba, and it spreads earth and people get sick. And it's like a zombie movie. People start getting, yeah, they could cool. do that too. They could yeah. run a very Resident Evil style with it because that's what they did in Prometheus a bit. Remember when people got sick yep. on the ship? It was a very Resident Evil zombie. Remember when the guy, he was like, ah, he was kind of dead and he, he twisted his legs up over his head, her boyfriend. That was very Resident Evil. So they could do that too. Because that's a, aspect and Ridley Scott made that so if Ridley's producing you might run with that yeah. because the alien particle can do a number of things it can wipe out life it can evolve into the xenomorph it eventually becomes the xenomorph but it, it originally is basically just like me trying to rinse the pan <laughs> like it, it literally was like I cooked fish in this pan I want to make chicken so here we go that's what the alien was yeah yeah you can't wash your chicken because you'll just spread the alien amoeba everywhere it's, yeah now my god fucking alien amoeba in my chicken I, want, I just want it on my it's good on the fish so yeah very yep <laughs> alright uh, we're, we're gonna change up the subject again so I know we're we're gonna we're gonna go back and forth. We're gonna go lighthearted and non-political, and then we're gonna go back to political, and that's just how this is. Flowing, I think it might have been episode. the closest to a fight we've ever come. <laughs> <laughs> Elijah Simpson Sweeney in 2021 had an arrest warrant out on him for a second-degree murder and attempted murder in 2020. Also wanted by another police service for flight from police. At the time he was arrested in 2023, he was out on bail. December 14th, 2022, shots fired multiple guns fired and just one person injured from a fight. Something conservatives have always called for isn't gun bans, but rather harsher penalties for gun crimes. Yeah. However, <laughs> this guy, he's in and out, in and out, in and out of jail. And, uh, and so like Tamara Litch, who was, uh, known as one of the convoy organizers was in jail for 47 days in shackles in court and everything. Like she had yeah. like the full fucking yeah. like, don't trust for, this bitch. In 47 court. days spent in jail because you, you protested the government. Yeah. This guy's capping motherfuckers. Like it ain't no yeah. thing. And is in and out of jail. At times it's like, yeah. give him a chance. Try yeah. and oh, another thing. Tamara Litch was denied bail and had to sit in a cell denied charter rights of peaceful assembly. She didn't block the bridges coming into Canada. It wasn't even her idea. But hey, instead of holding those accountable, let's charge the so-called ringleader who organized the peaceful protest. And this is like a year. It's exactly a year later. We were down there this time last year. Like it was end of January. Yeah. It yeah. was like another week or so. They were yeah. they were down there. Like it was it was in the beginnings, and there's still people with bank like. Yeah, it's insane. Like packing's pack account and still frozen. This <laughs> is what makes me want to read about how a guy Molotov cocktail. Parliament burn, burn things down and hurt people because I'm sorry if you're fucking wrongfully imprisoning your own citizens you des you deserve to be hurt. while somebody else who's known for gun crimes is in and out in and out in you and should out. be hurt right. yeah they're, the shit they're another, they're they're doing is not another cool. officer now you even shared this with me but an, another buddy did as well another officer named Pierre's Chala was ambushed called out to a car in a ditch and when he was arrived he was ambushed and shot. Not mm -hmm. all suspects have been captured, but two are arrested. And one of them is from uh, the Onondaga First Nations of the uh, First Nations of the Six Nations. Now, this one is a, I'm, 
I'm a little opinionated on this one. There's some intergenerational trauma, and this mm-hmm. guy had been in trouble with the law for armed robbery and has been prohibited for, for life from prof- from uh, possessing firearms, but in 2021 was charged with having several firearms and assaulting a peace officer. Uh, Alex shared this article with me thinking this was going to be just another reason to take guns away. Yep. But this is uh, just more of a reason why we need harsher laws in place for those that commit gun crimes. How the hell are these people in and out of prison like a revolving door so they can kill again in the future? It's not a wrongful arrest. They're breaking laws, committing serious crimes, and being let go with conditions that they're not even listening to. No need to punish legal gun owners who respect the law. Maybe punish those bad apples trying to ruin it for everybody. Conservative, you're not wrong in saying conservatives have always pushed for harsher um, prisons. That's a conservative mentality on way more than just guns. If you fuck up, conservatives want to put you away. Yeah. We are always... We're, but then conservatives love to overcrowd the penal system. So we're, we're very, very guilty of that, too. <laughs> so I, I do understand it's a double-edged sword, two sides of the coin type situation. But... In this current economy and with the current climate that we're in in Canada, do you I not? Mean, I mean, are crime you not, is through the roof. It's insane. Harsher penalties for criminal activity. Like, you, you, there was a time in this country where you were scared to roll up on your neighbor and take his bike because if they got a picture of you on your flip phone in 06, you know, they'd find you and you'd do time. People, how, many, how often do you see footage of people people doing the wish or the exchange and people just walk up on their porch and take shit? It's like pretty common. Yeah. I see it daily. Someone's like, here's a video of this crackhead who lives in my neighborhood who's taking everybody's packages. Don't order online, idiot. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. You've made it so easy for these people to be shitty. And they're everywhere. So, yeah, I agree. And I also think that, like, that type of shit. Like, it's well, just, I mean, there's so much it, of it they can't keep up. It's so funny because you can talk about that. I will order online, but I'm always very, like, I got a package coming. Who's going to be home? Yeah. I, I want somebody home. I, I'll sit on the porch with a cigarette and a shotgun and a beer. <laughs> Start at 6 a.m. and be like, I think my package is going to be here today. I think I'll sit right here and make sure it gets inside. Do, 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 do. <laughs> right? <laughs> and then when the package, sh- or, or, or maybe I just sit in the darkness. Now it's it's 6, 7, 6 30 p.m. Do, 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 the dark, do, 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 no, no. The darkness is really nice and quiet. Yeah. <laughs> then I see the little crackhead coming up. Get over here! Me running to the neighborhood, shooting at this motherfucker. You trying to take my package? I heard you took the package from down the street there last week. God damn it! Anyways, it is insane the level of of theft that's going on. So people are taking shit. People are getting capped. Uh, this is a kid. This was in Lindsay. Was that one? That a Lindsay cop? Uh, I don't remember. I I believe it was, we'll call it rural Ontario. Peterborough, Lindsay, something like that. It wasn't a metro cop. You would expect that. Now, that also article, the reason I I talked about it then, and I think we talked about this, and I'll just bring it up one more time. Why, in this country, are we luring police out to a location that's secluded and bringing our friends and fucking them up? Sorry. That didn't happen in the 80s and 90s. I'm sorry. That that type of malicious intent towards the police. Where's that come from? Does that come from Adam Strong? Does that come from the police breaking into his restaurant, kicking down his door, arresting him, destroying his business, making an example out of him? Does it come from the cops on horses in Ottawa trampling people, holding signs and building jumping castles? Does it come from the police arresting people, putting them in jail for how many days? 90 fucking days because they apparently shut down a bridge that they had nothing to do with? Do you see? 
see what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm not saying that cop deserved this, and I'm not. I'm never going to condone hurting an officer that you don't know is a bad cop. Yeah. You don't just find a cop and say, fuck you, you're part of the problem. That's not how it works. Yeah. But it says a lot about us as a society when we're luring police out to, to secluded locations to hurt them. That guy's got a vendetta against authority. We need to look at why he has that vendetta. You know what I mean? Yes, it's a no-no, and we should be analyzing what the fuck is going on, but why are we luring cops out to hurt them? Like That's a hate. That's hate well, that needs to be remedied. We need to make police the good guys. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, so that's that's my thought on okay, that. I don't so like to hear anything about another that another story that kind of leads to uh, yeah, work with me here. Uh, authoritarian corruption could could lead that way, right. but it, but it might not. So Andrew Tate, you know who he is? Yes, former MM, MMA fighter, kickboxer, controversial figure because to many people he's a misogynist. Yeah, the guy that says that women are like property and stuff. Yeah. And then when they say, "Why do you think women are property?" He goes, "I don't believe that, but there's still an apostrophe when you get married and makes you a missus. That implies ownership." And everyone just stares at him blankly like, "Yeah. Did he say that?" Yeah, yeah that guy? Yeah, I know yeah. that guy. <laughs> so, he's been arrested for human trafficking in Romania. However, the alleged victims in this case have openly said they're not victims. Uh, they they were arrested too. There's there's two women that were arrested. So uh, why not was to mention the videos he posted weeks before this happened, saying they're coming out to get me. Watch watch shit about to go yeah. down because they don't like the way I talk. Yeah. He called this happening. So why was he arrested for hum human trafficking? If people he allegedly trafficked were like, nah, we're cool. Poor Andrew though. You can see how corrupt the police in Romania are. They that they that was a quote. They literally said that was this. the place that when COVID was peak. Like 2020, you yeah. and I were watching footage. They were driving Ashtrays. Sorry, I bit my tongue. <laughs> I literally bit my tongue in the middle of that. They were driving. I tried to say Chevy and Astra at the same time, but it's not a Chevy Astra <laughs> over there. It's an Opal Astra. So they were over there driving the Astras through crowds of people like flying over cars. Yeah. Romania's police were the number one people to hurt crowds. So there's allegedly more victims, but so far they haven't presented that evidence. Andrew Tate tried to appeal his arrest. Uh, but it was denied, and he's being held. So yeah, uh, it's sticky. It's a sticky situation. So like, I mean, here's the, here's the weird part, though, because before he was found sick. guilty, they confiscated his car collection of something like thirty two. Right, the one that he was bragging cars. about having. Yeah, yeah. Before, like he's not guilty yet. He hasn't gone through. They just court took yet. all his shit. Yeah, they just took his shit. Now I do like to see rich people suffer. We all know yeah. that, but I'm not about this. Like. I've seen the footage of the stuff he says because I've heard about this guy and, and I'm, you know, I was immediately interested. As a man, I was like, what is, is he just a chauvinistic asshole going off? Like, you know, because these people kind of represent us. You know what I mean? He's a straight white male, right? Yeah. So he represents us because he's famous. I'm cool with that. <laughs> there, I don't think, I, don't, I mean, if he's actually trafficking people, that's not cool. But I do believe this is a, let's hang this guy out to dry. The same reason Michael Jackson became a pedophile after he tried to buy all his music and yeah. own his music in 1993 and four. A very, very weird coincidence. There are videos of him online hitting a woman. The woman in that video has put up her own video saying she wasn't beaten. It was a sex thing. That's what she wanted him to do. <laughs> oh, but they're like pulling things out of context to yeah. hang him out to dry. Yeah. You see how easy it is for the yeah. world to fuck with you, man, if, if, if the wrong people don't like she you? She said that once before he was arrested and then made another video after he was arrested just to reaffirm her point. Like, this just, is, just yeah. to be clear, he didn't beat me. I wanted this. This was sexual. I wanted that too. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Andrew Tate is a controversial figure because of his views, and even though he's a millionaire, he speaks out against the elites. You want to tell me, Mark, that you've never done anything to a girl sexually that while you were doing it and she was asking you more like, this might hurt. <laughs> really? <laughs> Have we 
think we've all been there. The media once again trying to sway public opinion against Tate with smear campaigns. You know how many debates I've entered into with people talking about how he's trash and deserves prison. One of my commonly used retorts is, oh, I didn't know you knew him personally. And then it's like, oh, I don't. Oh, okay, so you don't know anything that anything you're talking yeah. about. You're only going off of what if, this if media you, says. If what you that go and watch the interviews with him, though, like it, it's like that. Like I described, like he basically just says, "Well, there's an apostrophe when you get married." That implies ownership. He just states facts, common, modern facts that are old habits that we haven't changed, and then says, "So according to society." that woman's property yeah. according to society that woman says and he's and every time he says that i go he's not wrong he kind of shakes his head and smiles like ha see i got you and i'm like well that's a bit of a prick mentality but then when you see him act like when you when you see him hang, hanging around with people and he's i literally think it's just like a press thing he's like if i talk like this people will pay attention yeah exactly I, I, but that's what he said in court he said andrew tate is a character i play he yeah. says it's a character yeah. it's not actually who he is it's so fucking love, weird. This is an interesting thing. To, this is really cool. So just so if I pretend to be a piece of shit, you're going to put me in jail. Even it, if I just do it for fun to see how easy you're offended. I mean, the, the, the shitty thing is controversy sells. Now, if he, was, it, if so, he was doing that and saying like, fuck all the Jews or something, you know what I mean? Like, be, you know, <laughs> like Kanye. <laughs> that, that would be different. Right? No, well, he's black, so he gets away with it. Anyways, um, but you know what I mean? But he's literally just, like I said, he will just say, well, this is a fact and that's a fact. He'll just state facts that set people up. And it's kind of, I like. that's why I like it. Because there are situations like this where it could be toxic. I think yeah. where the person poking f at the bear, which is, the bear is, uh, what's what's the bear? It's the soft feelings of modern society, yeah, right? Poking that bear, and I would... I wouldn't condone the behavior, but I, uh, I think this guy's okay. The, the same smear campaign that's going on for Andrew Tate went on with Trump. Anybody who said Trump was racist is listening to the media because Trump for years has been hanging out with... Yeah, the FBI was like, black, like come come investigate my house. They're like, we're going to wait eight months and just do it when you're not looking. Yeah, to just do it when you're not looking. All and find oh, nothing. Oh, they found classified documents. And then out in the media comes like, oh, Biden had classified documents in his garage. Oh, they found him in his fucking bedroom. Oh, they found... It's like... Like right now, Biden's well, Biden probably just forgot where he put them. <laughs> yeah. no, Trump where, was, where did I? Trump put, is put definitely malicious intent. If you found things he didn't want you to find, Biden, he could have just misplaced that shit. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't fucking put it past. It was Grand just homework. He Grand, forgot Grand, about. Grand, Grand, Grandpa Joe thought it was a recipe for muffins, and he probably yeah. left it on his mom's <laughs> desk. His mom's been dead twenty years, but he left it there anyway, hoping she'd make it for him. It's actually the nuclear codes. Yeah. Oopsie Daisy. <laughs> now the maid has them. <laughs> White House must be a shit show for that type of stuff right now. Really, like yeah. in real life. Yeah. Has anyone seen Sleepy Joe? Holy fuck! Search. They probably have like a code. Code. It's like code green. Means Sleepy Joe's gone. We can't find him. Everybody, stop what you're doing and find. He's in a closet somewhere trying it's, to find. It's like it's like in the office. Uncle Leo. Has anybody seen, seen Uncle, Uncle Leo? Leo? Uncle Leo has vanished. Yeah. Now he suffers from dementia, so we are really concerned. And Dwight's just kind of like, wait, what? Wait, what? And then I, at some point, they open like a closet, and he's in there, and he's like, oh, I was looking for Narnia, and they're well, just like, there he is. <laughs> Get, hey, we got to put with the State of the Unions today, Joe. Are you ready? <laughs> <laughs> That's what's going on uh, at the White House I, right now. I, I watched National Treasure recently, bud. <laughs> I was looking for the the uh that thing in National Treasure, that paper. 
I was looking for that. <laughs> uh, the declaration of, yeah, that one. <laughs> Anyways, continue with, um, okay, so with our now facts. I personally hadn't heard anything about Andrew Tate until early 2022. Dude didn't exist to me until controversy around him started. He was banned from Twitter prior to Elon Musk's purchase, and then Elon unbanned him, and he's been in the public more so speaking up against the elite. Suddenly, dude's accused by a country's law enforcement, not even the people he allegedly trafficked, and the smear campaigns are going. There's apparently more than two victims, and if by chance it's a real case, then I can't condone trafficking, obviously, but two women who were alleged victims said the Tate brothers, Andrew's brother included, are like family, but this is another case of guilty until proven innocent. Yes, it sure sure is. If he is guilty, lock him up. If he's not and you just don't like him, there's a block button on social media. Building a case against someone based on who they are is a bit much. If there's rape involved, may he be raped in prison. If there wasn't rape and they're just trying to accuse him as such, without evidence or victim testimony, may the fleas of a thousand camel infest the crotches of Roman authorities. I definitely want to reiterate that the shot pod, if this guy is doing anything, you know, harmful to women or, or, or of anything, like, fuck this guy, hang him in the town square. Yeah. But... I am fairly fucking confident that's not the case here. This is a, a defamation of character, hang him out to dry, destruction of, of a person based on thoughts and beliefs, not actions alone. And we don't condone it. The shot pot is pretty much exists with that I zero mean, to say no to that exact yeah, thing. One of, one, of the, one of the shadiest things, though, is like, yeah, we've arrested you. There's no trial. We're going to confiscate your assets, though. Okay, so what's going to happen? Oh, you're just trying to erase me right and le- now? And let's be real. Those assets are a billion dollars in cars you want to say there's no corruption you say let's say you're the guy in charge of taking this you're gonna tell me you're not gonna fucking sell one of those ferraris and be like i don't know what happened to it or something you know what i mean like people are people are fucking with your shit and you don't have a say in it yeah that'd be like and i know it's silly to, to talk like this but like so he's a rich guy so we can sit back and go well fuck him and his ferrari Bring it to you. Somebody walk. The government walks into your room, grabs your guitar, and says, "Yeah, you said some shit on Facebook. We don't like." Takes your guitar and says, "You're not playing music. You might write songs that they'll use for protests." And yeah. just takes your shit and leaves. Is that okay? No, because that's what you're saying is okay. If you're saying they're fucking with yeah. Andrew Tate, the way they're fucking with him, you want to fuck with Andrew Tate because you don't like him. That's one thing, but you do it legal. Yeah, that's what the left has given up on: the legal means of destroying you. And Trump was the first one. They we let them take Trump, lie about him destroy him and then take the bad parts about him and actually exaggerate them. And while Trump, to be honest, was the first one to prove just how misleading mainstream we let them, media but we is. let it happen right we yeah. let it happen the right let it happen and went sure whatever you say and now they'll do it to anybody and uh i, I recently watched something does- that there's an investigation going on into george soros because he's got, oh. he's got 237 million dollars invested in media companies yes yeah i heard about that 237 was the number yeah I, I thought it was like 200 million plus so yeah 237 sounds accurate yeah, yeah. it was a big number it was a number like uh, that's a lot of commercials. That's a lot of TV time, bro. Like, <laughs> fuck, that's, a, that's not a 30-second ad in the, uh, on, a, on a fucking weekday morning. Like, yeah. that's that's 7 p.m. ad time for a couple right. fucking, for like eight months on nine networks. Like, if you do the math on it. Like, anyways, it, it's, it's, it's getting really uh, depressing seeing how many, biz- when we're all struggling the way we are financially, yeah. it's hard to hear people talk about wasting jet fuel and billions of dollars in these types of situations. There's, see, if you're going to seize Tate's assets and Trump's assets, could you, could you use some of the money to help us eat? <laughs> like, if you're going to take rich people's shit without their permission, do you think you could sell it to feed the poor? Yeah. Like, Robin Hood this shit for us. Yeah. If you're going to fuck the rich, Robin Hood them. 
No, don't just keep the money and fuck the poor harder. Like, God, <laughs> give us a chance. Like that. Anyway, sorry. Go ahead, so, Mark. Okay, Continue. so there was a company called Limited Run Games, a video game distributor. They fired their community manager over a Twitter account. This Twitter account didn't do anything controversial. Just followed Pierre Polyev and Tim Poole. Ah! And a trans person called this out and said they should fire this person. And they did. Now, the person they fired didn't have any anti-trans rhetoric, didn't speak out against any groups. The person who got fired, oh, all they did was follow Tim Pool and Pierre Polyev. Funny thing, Tim Pool isn't even a right winger. He was a leftist turned more center liber- libertarian because of how far left the liberals and Democrats mm-hmm. went in the U.S. A lot of a lot of new Democrats when when Layton fucked off and Singh got in bed with Justin. Yeah. So Tim has openly yeah, spoken up against drag show storytellers because he's seen repeated patterns of it starting off innocent until the drag queen ends up telling children sexual stories because it's not just a few bad apples. It's more than a few. Mm, that's a controversial attitude, but I, I, I'm kind of with it. And I have trans friends that would probably agree with that because yeah. they're part of the community and they can say flat out when you're in that community and you're digging through people to, to, to be friends and, and, and stuff. There's a lot of creeps. There's a lot of people that are going to like tell yeah. kids weird stories instead of just being normal. Pierre Polyev hasn't spoken out against the trans community either, but there was a misconception with a hashtag. It was hashtag MGTOW, which means men go their own way. And it's supposed to be a group of toxic masculine men, which if they're not shitting on anybody. Well, any group of, let's be real, any group of men getting together to talk about anything is toxic these days. Like you and I on this yeah. show just discussing anything about yeah. women and like, what are those fucking, they don't know nothing. Yeah. <laughs> so, so there are groups that fight back against sexism directed toward them. And man, oh man, men get a lot of hate. But that was incorrect. Women and children first. But that was incorrect anyways. He didn't have M-G-T-O-W. Same letters, but mixed up. And it was a YouTube algorithm thing. But the media still blasted him for it, supporting toxic masculinity. Then Trudeau, when questioned about it, blasted Polyev. But a reporter in the background of that was, of this, sorry, of this questioning session was blasting him for being wrong. He was like, well, why? But no, you're wrong. It wasn't this. It wasn't like it was something like MGTWO or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it had to do with the algorithm in which uh, Pierre's volley. Do you uh, see how these hashtags and this internet, these zeros and these ones have completely engulfed our lives? You know what I mean? Like it's. This is just your. Disc- I'm not trying to be mean to you. I love you. You're my as a, as a host, and I think I love. We have people all the time telling me they want to fuck your voice, but I almost fell asleep listening to that description of what the level of bullshit that they're trying to whine about. Yeah. I don't give. I, I lost interest in what hashtag they were <laughs> mad about in the third sentence you said, and I hope anybody out there listening did too, because it just goes to sh- if you got to give an explanation that deep to, fi- to to explain why you're mad. Yeah, you shouldn't be fucking mad. You know, someone's like, why are you mad about Roe versus Wade? Because it's my body. There's a fucking, bam, one sentence. If you can't answer it in one sentence, you're not allowed to be mad. Sorry. New rule. If you can't explain why that (laughs) thing upsets you in a single sentence that's justifiable, then you you don't get to be mad. You have to to block them and move on with your life like Mark told you to do. So Limited Run Games is the following of 237.5 thousand followers on Twitter. (laughs) Their posts are getting like 50 likes, and there are people now canceling their orders with them or trying to because the company isn't responding to give them their money back. Hmm. So uh, I actually have a little rant here. I want to say something. Digital purchasing is up 90%. 
Less and less people are buying physical copies of movies and games, and this is a mistake, even though I'm guilty of it myself. So when Xbox first launched, Xbox One, Microsoft got blasted for their DRM policies, which meant you could only play games online. If you were offline, you couldn't play. They fixed that for a while, but have since been pushing digital games, where you have to be online to have your license cleared for the game to play them. So that DRM policy is still basically in play. DRM stands for Data Rights Management. The reason why it's a mistake to go this route is because in the fine print, you don't own what you're purchasing. You're purchasing a license to play the content, which they can revoke anytime they see fit, which fucks over literally anybody who buys their content and doesn't fall in line with whatever narrative. Wow. You know what else that does? If that company goes out of business for any reason, every game they made doesn't exist. So imagine how it would be if Sega... If, if the Genesis came out and that happened and then Sega decided to be a third-party company and say, fuck consoles, and now every Sega console you own is unplayable. Think about that. That's what it would be like. Yeah. Sega was a very successful company. They put out the Genesis, which had the 32X add-on, the CD add-on, then they sold the Saturn, and then they sold the Dreamcast. Yeah. All of those things wouldn't even turn on if they were hooked up the way they were today once yeah. Sega decided to go games only. It wouldn't even, that, that's the, so let's say, I mean, of the three companies that are out there right now, I'd go with Sony. Of the three big ones, if any company was about to say, oh, fuck it, we're not going to do this anymore, I mean, it would be Sony, which means your PlayStation and all of your PS games just, boom, just gone. The worst part about this is even when you're thinking about your kids gaming, like right now, if the internet goes out, Tamara's daughter flips out. I can't, yeah. I can't oh. play Xbox. She can't play her games. At all. Do you have, you have hard, I see them from here. But. I have some hard disks, yes. Yeah, so, so let, I, okay, so, so boom, play. today you're playing something. What, what do you, do you mind me asking what you're playing right now? Are we going through? That, that Dead Island isn't out yet, right? No, not yet, yet. Uh, Far Cry? So, what are you fucking with? Uh, right now, uh, today I was playing uh, Back for Blood with Ethan. Okay, Back so for that, Blood. So that's from Game So Pass. power goes out and you can't play it. I can't play it. What do you throw in instead? Uh, I have a disc for Far Cry 6. Far Cry 6, there you go. So you got a disc for it. Oh, we the people with no weight power could also go down to Alex and Mark's game nineties <laughs> nostalgia power puff two thousands eighties amazing <laughs> super snack gaming console video media center and that's the that's the title it's, it's the CMGMWPQF. We were thinking about revising it, but I mean it's memorable. It's unlimited characters when you register a business, so we went to town on it. Uh, LLC at the end, by the way. <laughs> and uh, and you, we could pick up a disc of anything and play without the internet. Yeah. Fuck it. Yeah. Now, is that true? Okay, so I, I just wanted to, in the middle of what you were saying there, I wanted to ask a question. You know, oh, we uh, let's, uh, let's create a hypothetical person. So a hypothetical person steals things from the internet through torrents like BitTorrent. Lloyd Gross is this hypothetical person, uh, also an office. So you said that the idea of things being digital and digital only is a bad idea because of that revoke of ownership. What about Torrance? Like, I'm uh, Lance, Larry, whatever his name was, was a big Star Wars fan. So, you know, even though everybody, you know, he subscribes to Disney Plus and pays $14 a month so that he can have all the Star Wars content he wants. Have you ever tried to load Disney Plus and it wouldn't load? Because I have. Tons of times. Actually, to be honest, if I'm using my laptop, I frequently give up, turn on the PlayStation. PlayStation will log in way to way, play anything I want. The fucking laptop uh, Chrome screen Disney Plus version will constantly misload or say there was an error and it will just say it over and over again. And then I log into the PlayStation, play right away. Even if it's like, you know, three in the morning when the show came out. So if that said person, just in case Disney Plus fucks up, wants to torrent all the Star Wars movies, sorry, George, <laughs> Larry, Larry's an asshole, and keep them on his hard drive so that he has a hard copy of them. 
Okay. Do you encourage? Do you? Is that a good alternative, or are you pushing actual physical discs? I would. I would push physical discs, even over hard drives full of yeah. the zeros and ones. Be- is well, it- I mean, like in in the room there, I got a, a collection of DVDs, and yep. and I and I would love to get the the Blu-ray or even the 4K copies of of all that I already have because I've got some some rare movies in there that I, like I just want like the the better quality of. I was just like talking with the girl that I'm talking to, hanging out with. Um, about Spawn. She was like, oh, I remember Spawn? Remember how good it was? I was yeah. like, yes! And I immediately fucking took that movie from the internet. I was like, I need to watch that again. I tried everywhere. It's not available anywhere. Nobody owns it. I think it's Touchstone made it. It's not on a service. So I went online, looking for it. Found it. Oh, you, I guarantee you could find it on YouTube to rent. <laughs> that is true. I bet yeah. you're right with that. Yeah. Um, I don't have, but I'm not going to do that. <laughs> you know what I mean? YouTube is owned by... Google. Yep. And Google is what part of the market do they own? All of it. They own it all. Your part they don't own. Oh, sorry. My phone. My phone thought I was talking yeah, to yeah. it. The sorry. Pa- did you say something? <laughs> Shut up, Google. <laughs> Backhand. <laughs> no, I just. Oh my god. I just kind of like me going to Carolyn's Grocery instead of Walmart. You know what I mean? I would. I wish there was a, a, a video store like ours that I could rent Spawn from yeah. so that I don't have to steal it. <laughs> okay, so in another, in other disgusting news, uh, Danielle <laughs> Stephanie Warner was at a sitting in a Toronto hospital lobby. She was having trouble breathing. Uh, people suspected because of COVID, and, and she wasn't wearing a mask. And while I guess being told to wear a mask, she then gets restrained. Two guards pin her up against the wall, applying weight and pressure to her upper body. This is on video. And while this is happening, security at the desk moves the camera angle to hide what's actually happening. Stephanie's limp body gets wheeled away. She was killed. A forensic pa- uh, pathologist testified she would still be alive if not restrained. One of the guards claimed he falsely admitted she threw the first punch. In November, the judge threw out the case saying there wasn't enough evidence. Um, Testimony from the pathologist, the clip of them pinning her against the wall and then being wheeled away lifeless. If she was a person of color, there would be a horde at the hospital. It would be set on fire and destroyed. Yeah. But instead, the charge Or an LGBTQ person in there. <laughs> it's, you're doing this because I'm trans. Yeah. <laughs> but instead, the charges got dropped. It was thrown, it was thrown out completely of court. Thrown out. Yeah. Completely thrown out. The, the guards were cleared of, of murder, even though they're clearly guilty. Stephanie wasn't on anything. Her talk screens came back clear. It's shocking. If you or I killed somebody, but no one actually saw it, the investigation would still lead to us being in jail. So what the hell is the excuse here? I don't get it. That's fucking nuts, Mark. I don't even want to know that. Yeah, I'm glad I. I'm glad I did. I'm glad I. Yeah. See, this is the thing too. Um, I talk about the corruption. You know, you're like when you you're like, look at what's going on federally, and I'm like, look at what's going on municipally. This is the same kind of thing that that's happening in Toronto, and it's coming. Yeah. Like, let's, if you don't mind, a little serious talk. So that plaza, remember we're talking about the Fox and the Goose, which is in the south end of Oshawa? It's like the go-to bar for GM workers mm-hmm. across the street from the Motors. It's a very popular place. I played there quite a bit with Eric and, and the No One Drowned situation. Um, yeah, taking Sonia on a couple dates there. Karaoke's good. And that girl got stabbed in the parking lot. She yeah. passed away. That was a big deal couple weeks ago the pharmacy beside fox got held up by three guys at knife point they got away with shit loads of drugs not a lot of money uh, nothing sorry not a lot nothing in the register anyway yeah three guys went in here to take these drugs 
Then, uh, Friday morning or something like that, they found a guy in the parking lot unconscious. He'd been there since like one in the morning last night and people had called the police and nobody came. Like it was just a place very busy, I guess. Like there's a guy in the parking lot like passed out. Nobody fucking got in one in the afternoon the next day. Finally, cops come. Guy's unconscious. They think he might be dead. They close up. So that plaza is now closed. Fox is closed. The pharmacy's closed. The Circle K's closed. The Chinese food place is closed and the dry cleaners are all closed. Oh, Yummy's fucking Chinese food. Yummy's is done. so good. It's one of the best when I lived down there. I used to, honestly, when I live in, I live in Nonquan now, I still order it. Yeah. <laughs> Either way, I also order Pizza House from fucking, remember Pizza House? Yeah. Five when yeah. you were at 835? Oh, damn, son. <laughs> I still get Pizza House. And they're like, you know, we're not going to deliver North of Ross. And I was like, I'll pay. I will suck your dick if you will fucking <laughs> deliver Pizza House North of Roslyn Road. Anyways, and they will. They do it. They're like, I'll charge you five bucks. I'm coming. I, I just think it'd be so funny if like, Next episode, I clip that out. I'll fuck you. And I, can, like, I can do better. Remember when you said this? <laughs> I can. I can do a better one. It sounds more desperate if you want. <laughs> we can make it funny. No, but there's levels. This I'll suck you, okay? And then there's yeah. the very varying yeah. levels. You know. Yeah. You, you went Leo basketball diaries. Very there. basketball. Oh yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that stall scene. God damn. Uh, <laughs> That's not a funny scene, but I'm laughing so hard right now. Yeah. I look like my high school bathroom. Yeah. Anyway, um, I've lost my train of thought completely. Um, talk about the person the next day. Cops it's, come. It's just it's it's. What do we what what? Talk about the person that was unconscious in the park. Oh lot, yes, I, and they th- closed down. We're the talking plaza. about just the, the plaza being closed, yeah. and then we know about the shots fired, whiskey Johns. We know about the boulevard being completely shut down. You know, they finally arrested the guy that capped those motherfuckers at the boulevard, right? Oh, it, yeah. That place closed last June. It was June, I believe, or July last year, and they just arrested a guy now, taking oh, them yeah. this many months to it. Good, <laughs> sorry, <coughs> cough there. A uh, good on whatever police policing body was investigating that. It took a while, but they found that motherfucker. I hope it's the right guy and they're not just arresting somebody so that it looks like the case <laughs> yeah. guy. I always wonder, you know, you see a lot of TV shows where they're like, ah, let's just get this guy, you know. The public will will, will, will like that we got somebody. Yeah. You know what I mean? That was associated with it, but maybe not the main guy. I always wonder if that, how much of that happens in real life. But either way, it's just nice to see arrests. You know, Kevin Zapp ended up in the creek. You know, Cameron Bailey ended up in the lake. You know, Rory Hatch ended up in some guy's pipes. You know, where are the arrests? You know, yeah, they, they, for a lot of these, there aren't any. So the it was Cameron nice. Bailey one that that one kind of got still, me for a, it, still dude. it got me for a long time only because like he was uh, around the time that he was missing, I was kind of around his age <laughs> and, and I was like fuck what the fuck you uh, did you live down at eight thirty five when he went missing which was right near where he went missing yeah yeah, yeah. bro that fu- dude I went to the lake to his funeral the big funeral they had for him because he had posters all over the city so it was a big deal yeah and there was twenty or thirty pictures. And I'm in one of them in his Cub Scout group. I didn't even know. I totally forgot. You're I like, got oh, there shit. and I went, holy shit. We had the same Cub Scout leader, Lorraine McMahon, my buddy Jesse's mom, who's still a family friend, who's still my homie, used to smoke pot with my mommy every day. Lorraine and my mom would hang out and smoke weed every fucking day. That's why weed was never a big deal to me as a kid because my mom was yeah. potted anyway. So Lorraine would do that, and Lorraine was my Cub Scout leader, and Lorraine is in that picture with me and Cameron, and that motherfucker's dead now. You know how weird that was? Yeah. No arrests made. No foul. And no, it's not even no arrests made that's my problem, Mark. It's the no foul play suspected. That's where I get a little. Rory hatches in pieces on a guy's pipe. They're like, yeah, it was just him. Nobody else involved. 
Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, fuck Kevin Zapp found in the creek. Just had to identify him by the DNA as fucking spleen, bro. You know that? Yeah, I do. Yeah, but no, no foul play suspected. Anyways, I'm not going to rant on it. I'm just saying it's nice to hear an arrest mate. I also heard they got the fucker that stabbed the girl outside of Fox and Goose. Scarborough guy. Name's like Halakmalak Shalad or some shit like that. Some long consonant full name. I'm not going to get racist about anything. All I'm going to say <laughs> is every time I read one of these articles and it's like, oh, so-and-so got stabbed. There was a gunshot at this bar. There's a lot of Halakmalak Shalad Harad going on in these names. It's, you know what I mean? I'd love to see John Smith stabbed a guy at the local bar and be able to go, yeah, white people are doing it too. I really would like to be able to say that, but I don't read about it. Is it the media just giving me articles about those types of people killing people so that I have that opinion? Or is that the way it is? I don't know. These are the things I think about at night uh, in my head. You know, Is it the way they want me to think? Yeah. Or is it how I should think, you know? So well, I it throw could be. It, it could be part of the programming that it they're could be. And that's why out. I try not to read into the race thing too much. You know, I do get frustrated and think, wow, there's a lot of people coming into my city that never used to be here before. And there's a lot more crime now. You know, I've been here 35 years. I know this town. Well, I can see the trends. Or is that what they want me to think? Because it's not any better anywhere, and Scarborough's been horrible forever. Well, I mean, so the overall theme of this episode that we've, we've talked about uh, is corrupt th- authorities. We've talked about crime being up. It's like, you're not safe anywhere. Yeah, and, crime and is think through for the yourself. Roof. And yeah. really think for yourself. Crime is through the roof, and the authorities are corrupt, as well as being ambushed. And because... Yeah. The because ones that of, aren't corrupt are being ambushed in fields. Yeah. yeah like, so the good oh, cops fuck. can't even survive and the bad cops are running shit. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, when it, my oldest. Uh, Thanks for listening to the shot pod, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> so my oldest, he, he was saying like he didn't want to learn to drive. And I was like, dude. I'm he, with him. I'm Tell like, him not no, to. It's not no, worth it. He has to learn to drive. Yeah, he does. Because he's going to be starting in the work field. And I would much rather have him behind the wheel than waiting at a bus stop to get mugged, stabbed, or shot. I'll give you that. There's a hundred percent. I'll give you that. But the other thing that I, I do feel him though, um, is that even if he's a good driver, it's bad out there. Like they're, oh, yeah. they'll let anybody drive. And I, it's a daily, daily accidents. Yeah. When I was working at crown, um, it was the first time. Cause you know, as a mechanic that worked locally, I never really left Oshawa Whitby or Curtis. I stayed in that area. If yeah. I went to Jack's, or beyond, or if I went to Bowmanville and beyond, it was for a birthday party, a special event. I don't go to these places without a reason. Gas is two bucks a liter, yeah. you know, or a buck fifty. It's not. So, what I was, you know, realizing was that I, because I stayed in this area, as soon as I would leave and we were doing those Mississauga runs and shit, the level of how bad driving has gotten. Like, I All didn't, right. I didn't know because I'd been sticking local and running my business and trying to build, you know, build a, a customer base locally. I didn't have a need to leave to go to, I was also stopped going to concerts because of COVID. My need to go to Toronto and my need to move East wasn't very big. When I finally started doing it this year, when I got this crowd job and when I started expanding, you know, outside of this region because COVID was finally over, I was like, I never want to leave Oshawa. And even Oshawa's got some bad drivers, but it's like, it's the only place I can even handle it. So driving is a large portion of my job and, for some of it, I have to be downtown Toronto, and there's a lot of fucking shit drivers downtown. Uh, Dude, there was downtown shit. Toronto. When I used to drive ambulances downtown Toronto in 2008, I was r- done with it. Yeah. So the fact that you're doing it 15 years later, buddy, mad props. Like, <laughs> mad. Uh, you have all all the so, props I can give you. You have but, more patience. You have the patience of, of a saint. But to that regard as well, I mean, uh, our, as I'd uh, explained to Jared... 
the residentials we do are usually higher end. So we're going yeah. into higher end neighborhoods, nicer cars. People are a little more careful while driving. And you find the drive, really? So you go to a nice neighborhood. Do you find that everyone's slowing in the way? Because when I used to drive in rich neighborhoods when I worked for Jaguar, I was just like, none of you motherfuckers are in a hurry to get anywhere, clearly. <laughs> yeah. Everybody stops at the stop sign, comes to a full and complete stop, does a left and a right, and then goes, get out of the way! Hey. Rolling stop! You know stop is short for stoptional! In Ontario, <laughs> you fucking idiot! To go, go go to Quebec, there isn't stop signs. There's fucking yield signs everywhere. Four four way stop. Stop is short for stoptional. No, you didn't know that. No, that's Latin. <laughs> stoptional is the full word. Stop is the short version. That's why they just put it on the signs. Yeah, now, you learned something today, Mark. Yeah. <laughs> you like that, eh? Yeah. I don't get Mark to fucking red face laugh very often, motherfuckers. But I got him today. Oh, I got man. him today. Cheers to that. Cheers to that, buddy. Cheers to that. <laughs> oh man. I think I got you Especially on the. Because you said that while yelling, you know, stop is meant for stop. You know, <laughs> it's also the pan. We're just fucking cleaning the pan on this one. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. shit, man. No, it's it's. I I, I definitely you should make him drive, but I need you once he gets his license and he's driving. If he makes a decision that is just too much, like I I'm crazy, right? I, I, my bipolar always made driving. A challenge for me. I'll never forget working at BMW, and I used to do a lot of side work. Yeah. So when I was driving home, I would throw my pry bars and a toolbox in my trunk of my little Saturn, and I would putter home. I'll never forget being, you know, driving down a road and having a guy fuck with me, like cutting me off and honking and going off. I'm like, what's this guy doing? I wasn't really paying attention. He's mad about something. Maybe I turned. He doesn't like something about me, and he's being malicious. And I get to a stop sign, you know, or a stoplight in Markham, is that me? Yes, I'll it is. Hey, Google, turn on Do Not Disturb. <laughs> At the end of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking thing. So... I stop at this intersection. He's up there, and now I'm sitting in the car. I'm, I'm quite calm. You know, I'm really, and I look over, and he's just like, you can't see because there's no video, but hands flailing, going off, fingers, you fucking idiot, going like this. I calmly get out of the car, pop the hood, pulled out the pry bar. He's a big Nissan, and I, I just went, you know, really hard. The pry bar goes, and I just dragged it across his back. <laughs> up his fucking, <laughs> and, and across the big scrape on the windshield, big scrape in the paint, and I just look at his car, and I go, get out. Get out! I never seen a guy drive off. That light turned green. Never seen a guy drive off so fucking fast in my big guy too, bigger than you. Yeah. If he got out, I would have been in trouble. I need that pry bar. Yeah. But he went. He left. That's how that's me. So you can see that's not sane. Yeah. That's not okay. I knew then that my driving days in my twenties were I'd be like, by the time I'm fifty, I can't do this. Like I'm gonna I'm gonna get out of my car, I'm gonna take someone out of their car, and I'm gonna fucking strangle well, them. I'm gonna strangle you in the middle of a fucking intersection. Because I had another another one. I was in my wife's car. I was driving with my wife. She was driving to Malibu and she's, you know, a girl, so she drives like a girl. Not as confident as a man. I'm just gonna say men tend to drive like, why is everyone fucking with me? And girls tend to drive like I just need to get where I'm going. They're, they're, we're more interested in how they're doing things. We're interested in how everyone else is doing something. Yeah. It's, it's, it's uh, not to say that I haven't been in the car with some damn good girl drivers, okay? Not all of them are like that. If you can put yourself in the man mentality as a girl and say, I'm going to drive defensively like everyone's trying to fuck my girl, then you'll be a good driver. <laughs> but if you're a woman like, I'm going to drive like I need to go where I'm going and everybody knows that, that's the bad idea. My wife was one of those. She was like, I'm going to get where I'm going. Not super defensive, but a good driver. You know, she could get out of a bad situation. And some fucking guy didn't like that she was in the right lane doing speed limit and goes around her, 
you know, and then another guy pulls out, can't get around her. So he's honking at us now. And I'm sitting in the passenger seat like, <laughs> my little 108 pound ginger wife, ginger wife is <laughs> driving. Doing and she's now like anxiety attack because this guy's honking at her, right? And I'm like, oh, this guy. <sighs> That's the secret cap. Now. I'm always angry. Now he gets behind the car and he flashes. It's nighttime. This is on Thixon Road in Whitby, not far from here. He starts flashing his high beams at her. Alex puts the car in park. Car abruptly stops. Abruptly. I just slam it in park from the passenger seat. What the fuck are you doing? He almost hits us. I get out. There's no pry bar in her car. It's just me. Okay? This guy's got to be 50. And he's probably like, I don't know, 107 pounds. I dragged him out of the fucking truck by his hair. I opened, I tried to open the thing and he wouldn't. So he put his window down and I fucking went and I got him by his hair and I started pulling him out. I was pulling this man out of his car, but this is why I don't drive, Mark. And I said to him, I said, what if you flash your high beams and she lost control of that car and it flipped over? Would you keep driving? We're going to find out. Get out, motherfucker. Like, I, that's what I, I just assumed that something goes wrong. So this is my problem. And that's everywhere. The flashy high beam, the cutting you off, this honk, honk, it's green. Get out of the way. I can't. You, I'll, yeah. fuck, I'll hurt you. I will. Well, hurt. You don't understand. <laughs> you are in charge of 3,000 pounds of death. Yeah. You put that centrifugal force forward, bro. You, you're gonna, you can kill people. So, you can destroy families by deciding that you don't want to stop for that yellow light. So, I mean, we, and then we, you want to fucking be malicious and flash at me, bro. I'll, I'll mentioned kill you. before that when it comes to a yellow light, you're on the it's time to speed through and get through. Hurry up. The law is if you have four tires in the intersection, the yellow light means get out. Yeah. If you don't have four tires in the Slow intersections and stop. it's yellow, you should come to a stop. That's what I believe. Okay. I'm, I'm with that. Okay. And, I, and I firmly, like, if I've got two in and I know I can give it a little gas, yeah, maybe I will. But, like, that's the only situation. Yellows are there for a reason. The problem is that they're programmed to be too short. Yellows yeah. are supposed to be a full three seconds, which gives you enough time to decide whether you've got four tires in. Yeah. The ones that they come up and it's like, it's green, it's green, it's yellow, it's red. That's a problem. Yeah. That's when it's like, well, how the fuck are you supposed to make that decision? I got 25 things I'm looking at and I'm going to make that decision? Yeah. That gets bigger than, uh, than all of us. Anyway, sorry, continue. So... I have mentioned this story before on the the podcast, probably a couple days after it happened, and that yeah. was that was uh, when I was on the highway, and we were talking about the zipper effect, and somebody was like trying to ignore the zipper effect and yep. trying to get in, and and like he's yelling at me through his window. I'm like, I'm not obligated to let you in. Yeah, get I let I let the guy ahead of me in. Yeah. you go behind me. It's yeah. one and one, motherfucker. Yeah. So yeah, but and uh, Mark is the most calm, nice, polite guy. If Mark is getting mad in a situation, you fucked up. Yeah, so. This one guy, when I wasn't driving for the company that I'm at, but this other guy was actually driving me to get my kid. Good, he, good he ass. Stops, he stops at a yellow light uh, going into, uh, obviously, the red light, but he stops at this intersection. I guess the truck behind him wanted to go through and honks his horn, and this guy yells out the window, this is a company vehicle. Go fuck yourself. And I was like, all right, all right. Yes. So there are things that you have to be consciously aware of when driving, especially if you're driving a company vehicle. And, and I'm not going to run this intersection in a company vehicle because yeah. I know they pay the cheapest mechanic, the worst money to fix it, <laughs> and these brakes are not going to hold this exactly, thing. Exactly. I'm going to fly through this intersection when I blow a brake line because, <laughs> you know, fucking some guy who works for 18 an hour did the lines. Yeah. I, yeah. So I'm with but, that. I mean, either way, that's more or less... It kind of calms you down in the way of driving, especially if I'm driving out in Toronto and I'm I, I am getting frustrated. Being in with a company the road. car, you're like, Pfft. I'm like, fuck. I'm like, but 
you know, I'm not going to fucking get fucked over by the company. If something fucks up, it's an abstract. Uh, but it's I, on like, my abstract. I just so. want to reiterate to you, though, if your kid gets gets his license and he drives, and he, but he, he turns into a meme. He's like, every time I go out, Dad, I, I want to get out of the car and hurt somebody because it's just like I've got people cutting me off. It, it's so crazy out there. I used to call people that were like, I can't drive pussies. Like, you're a pussy if you can't go out there and fucking just deal okay. with it. But I'm, I'm completely, I think... Mo- so, mod- modern driving in this area if somebody says I'm not driving I'm done with it I'm gonna fucking take Ubers for the rest of my life I, I-, I actually am with you because it's so aggressive a- out there and the people that are bad drivers that are new to this country are being rewarded and the people who've been born here and been driving since they were 16 are being ridiculed with so, these cam- red light cameras and these stupid little $50 fines for dumb things I thought of this earlier, and I wanted to implement this. Pretend there was no driving, and everybody was walking everywhere the same in the same order that people would drive. If if you're on a sidewalk walking, and you have some fucking jackass running it behind you, okay, you're gonna move out of the way. Yeah. You, although you're still gonna be pissed off at this jackass. Like, okay, I don't know. I'll be real. I used to do a lot of running. If you're running and someone's walking, it's you're kind of on you to go on the grass and go around them. Yeah. But if you're not going on the grass and you're thinking, okay, all right, I'm running, fucking move. No. Run through them? Yeah. Some guy's got a wheelchair on his way to the store, so I'm just going to go right through him. If you're walking and you see somebody fucking teetering like you would see a drunk driver swerving, you're getting the fuck out of the way. You're going around. It's, it's, Uh, it's, overall, it's the same fucking rules. I mean, I, I like, I love that you've made this comparison, and I would like to draw your attention to having a cart and moving through the Walmart aisles. Or Costco, if you prefer. And how oh how God. good are people at that, Mark? Yeah. How good is suburban white hell at Costco oh, it, on it, it Sunday happens. at 3 p.m. when the hot dogs are sold out? Okay, what's the fucking aisle movement it, like at Costco with the it parts? It happened today at the LCBO when I was picking up the Crooked Uncle hard yeah, root beer boy. and Twisted Teas. Uh, like when, typically when people shop, They'll park their cart on one side of the aisle and walk on the other side, and now you're just a fucking roadblock. Yeah. How about you don't fucking do that? So the other on fucking Friday when I was at work, <laughs> I saw a McDonald's sign where the uh, Nolds was fucking burnt out. So it was McDo, and I was, was like, McDo? "How about you just McDon't?" Mc- all right. <laughs> 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 How about you just McDonald? <laughs> yeah. No, this is the best. <laughs> uh, uh, this is an office moment. This is like, boom. I am. I'm cut scene. It's interview. It's the interview, right? Where the yeah. office is in the background. It's just Mark sitting there. He's very quiet. And he's like, so I was in the company truck the other day, and there was some letters burnt out on the McDonald's sign. It said, McDo. And all I could think was, how about you just fucking McDon't? Yeah, how about you just fucking McDon't? McDon't. And he took a picture. Oh, my God, he's got a pic of it, too. I fucking love this guy. Dude, this is why we're friends, Mark. How about you just fucking McDon't? How about you McDo get the ice cream machine working? All right, so we're going, to, we're, we're going to end this episode here, but, but just before we do. We didn't talk about Lisa Marie Presley dying at all. No, we didn't. That one's a crazy one. It is. Well, again, next week, yeah. Lisa Marie Presley coverage. That bitch is dead. Why? Yeah. Find but out next week, week. But next week, they're going to be like, 
Well, this is like two weeks old news. Anyways, uh, what I am going to say. It's another one of those like, but why is she dead? She was young and healthy situations. No cancer. No. There's a lot of died suddenlies happening. (laughs) Did you see the thing I posted with the house? uh, The sudden or the nocturnal death syndrome or BS for we can't figure out why they're dying. And I was like, yeah, that episode came out in 2011. You see that video? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. We talked about that last Last week. We talked about it. Yeah, I love that. Like this is the types of things that make me. The elephant in the room died suddenly. (laughs) The dead elephant's meme is classic. I definitely shared the first time I saw that. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Somebody on the shop pod might just die suddenly. Please know that there was some foul play. You'll be in our our thoughts and prayers. Right? There was foul play. We're saying it right right, now. But also, just before we end, I do want to say you got to spread the shop pod. If, if you're listening to us and you enjoy our content and you enjoy our dynamic, you, you enjoy us, even if we're too much for you and you're like, Oh my God, fucking. And somebody's like, what's wrong? No, you got to check this shit out. Watch. I'm going <laughs> to tell you at the shop pod. As much as we may be too much. I'm going to tell you right now, the best way to survive 2023 is listening to us. Cause we are going to be giving you all of the tips you need to survive a year. That's going to triple the cost of food, quadruple the cost of gas and quintuple the cost of your house. Okay. Yeah. The only way to really know how to get to telling you my advice on going to Sal's and AJ, are you a local? Go to Sal's and Ajax, go to Carolyn's. There's where your meat and your groceries are at. We're going to keep giving you all these types of little tips and tricks, and we're going to keep talking about nostalgic things like the 90s and blockbusters so that you remember when the earth wasn't shit. We're going to keep doing that all month, all year. So I, I, I think it's in your best interest to keep at the shop pod with a zero because it's only the year's only going to get worse, and we're only going to get better. And with that said, you can find us on Apple. Apple Music. You can find us on uh, iHeartRadio. Google. Uh, Spotify is the big one. We do yep. lots on Spotify. Stitcher. Uh, YouTube. Like and subscribe us on YouTube. We'd and appreciate Rumble. that. We're also on Rumble. Uh, Facebook. We got a Facebook group. All of these. Everything we describe, the zero in shot is essential. www.theshotpod.com. Zero. Peace.